0: Hello, everyone. There is a mistake in this episode. Uh, We mistakenly say that this is not sponsored by any of our patrons, but it's actually sponsored by John Ames. Uh, This was my mistake. I was doing some multitasking when I was putting together uh, notes, and uh, I just goofed up. So I'm sorry, John. Uh, So this episode is brought to you by our patron, John Ames. And if you would like to sponsor an episode or support us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thank you. Gary Butterfield
1: my name is Cole Ross
0: and you're listening to watch out for fireballs it is a games club podcast
1: and this week we are talking about The Last of Us which is a survival horror game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony for the PlayStation 3 in 2013 yeah this
0: studio posits the existence of some kind of bad dog
1: (sighs) that's impossible Um, mm
0: mm-hmm uh, in this game, you play as Joel, a man who must deliver a young girl named Ellie to the other side of a post-apocalyptic United States. Uh, and you, you you, know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. This is a big N. Yeah. Uh, you know, decided yeah. to put this on the regular feed. This feels a premium episode bait to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bait. That's damning of us.
2: <laughs> but like the, uh,
0: you know, just something that is like a, a big game.
2: uh that
0: bifurcates really nicely into story and mechanics Mm -hmm. uh to its fault um (laughs) in the play i would say um but it's uh you know this is this is one of the big ones we've been talking about this for a long time
1: yes uh acclaimed like when it came out it was it was at a time when we didn't really do a lot of modern games uh really really any any at all uh it's you know but like Everybody on the network played it. We did a bonus level about it at the time. Like it just kind of seemed like a uh, like a natural fit. And now mm-hmm. here we are seven years later, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so. seven years on from the, the pandemic.
1: Yeah. Into the pandemic. Yes. Um. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, in some ways it hits a little different. Uh, now, but also I think that, I mean, just speaking, speaking broadly, you know, since this is like post-apocalyptic pandemic media or whatever, I find that this is far more pessimistic than I actually am about Mm. how things would actually go.
0: (laughs) It's a really pessimistic game. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's kind of like, we'll we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of why it had the impact it did. Yes. And, and such, um, you know, if if there's something that's unusual about this, Mm -hmm. Uh, It is kind of that pessimism.
1: Yes. uh, Uh, To me. Yeah. So uh, society in this world, uh, it collapsed after this parasitic fungus uh, called cordyceps kind of jumped the species line from insects to people. uh, And it started turning them into bloodthirsty zombies. Uh, as they kill zombie variant. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, completely just uh, losing their mind, trying to go and bite people and broadly spread the spores around. Um, and this causes society to collapse very quickly as yes. uh, as everybody starts losing their mind and attacking each other. And the uh, the government starts cracking down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you don't happen to know, uh, cordyceps are real. Yep. Uh, they don't affect humans. They do affect insects, and there's a lot of real good David Attenborough-style YouTube stuff you can watch about this incredibly weird and spooky. Oh yeah, real life thing. Just incredible. Watch Planet
1: Earth and sleep tight yeah watch, watch
0: planet earth you know there's like two kinds of planet earth there's the like i'm gonna take a gummy and look at some cool fish uh-huh and then there's like the, the planet earth that's like i'm gonna you know want to leave the planet
1: yeah there's there there's uh, good there's good <laughs> there's good trip planet earth and bad trip planet
0: earth yeah Earth, the world's most dangerous planet.
1: A land of contrast. Um,
0: Yeah. (laughs) um, So uh, Ellie, the girl you're transporting uh, is really important because she's immune. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to get her to some researchers who might be uh, working on a vaccine. You know, she's the last hope for the human race. Mm -hmm. Uh, Think uh, Logan or Children of Men
1: yeah this yeah. is uh this is really so yes, there is that sci-fi kind of conceit to it like hey, we need to protect kind of what might be the last hope for humanity, but this is really uh, uh kind of like western tinged as well.
0: yeah, very much so yes yeah yeah um and and basically it is a third person action game. Mm-hmm. so we have over the shoulder shooting uh kind of fast deadly melee combat. Um, And then a lot of hallmarks of video games, Mm -hmm. Uh, scavenging, crafting, incremental upgrades, um, you know, things like that, like an economy of, uh, you know, the rhythm of, say, a Resident Evil 4 of clearing an area and then scoping it out for goodies.
1: Yeah. And because of that, like the generality section on this is actually going to be pretty scant because like this is just kind of what video games are um yeah for a large you know for a large amount of them like if we described the premise you would probably guess that this is the kind of stuff that you would be doing in this
0: we are (laughs) discovering video game there are a couple you know uh, describing video game Mm -hmm. there are a couple of like innovations to it that are kind of neat and it's all pretty competent Mm -hmm. you know none of it's bad uh so it's it's, it sounds more damning than than i mean it to Mm you know the fact that this is kind of so generic Uh, You know, for for lack of a better word, um, the kind of twist, you know, as they exist, uh, one of which is that like any good zombie fiction, the moral is that people are the real monsters. (laughs) Um, So you fight against normal people and infected and your strategies uh, will greatly differ uh between them and never the twain shall meet except nope. for in the dlc which is a huge missed opportunity <laughs>
1: i know right really?
0: uh, that should have been throughout the entire game and this is the, the this is the second time i played the game the first time i played the dlc mm-hmm. and i was so like when they when i introduced it in the dlc i was like fuck
1: yeah like, why did I, they
0: not do that in the I main game it's so obvious and i cool. could have
1: been doing this like the stuff that you do in the dlc like in that one scene for fuck's sake it's so like yeah. it's emergent like it's it's a little yeah. bit like sim like simi like
0: bioshock or something yeah. you know where you're you're pitting independent systems against each other and it's like a you know all together like an 18 hour experience of which you spend maybe a half hour doing this really really cool thing (laughs)
2: uh
0: mechanically which is uh kind of kind of a real bummer.
1: yeah but this is Um, a real modal game you know we talk about that where you know it's pretty clear when you are going to be doing okay here's the zone where we do this and here's the zone where we do that you know one of the most modal yes
0: like this is uh the you know I think about Tomb Raider 2013 a lot mm-hmm. when I think about uh, that modalness, but this game is just as much, uh, you know, when you walk into a room and it's like, oh, there's a bunch of waste high cover. Like mm-hmm. I know exactly what is going to happen.
3: Yeah. And then
0: I... there's none of that. So like, even though my characters, you know, might reasonably be expecting danger. I know that I don't have to, mm-hmm. I can just run or just make as much noise as I want because yeah. it's not time for danger. Yeah. Um, it's it's very like the the degree to which it's a little bit uh more elegant than that is that most of the encounters, I'm sure this is skipping ahead of point, but mm-hmm. um most of the encounters do successfully do the stealth until it's not. Yes. Uh thing. Like you have an option for those, but in terms of switching between story explore you know, exploration navigation and enemy yeah. uh the walls behind between them are thick black lines
1: yeah occasionally there'll be a hard cut like you'll be doing an exploration section you go through a door and then you're suddenly you know attacked by somebody you know like Mm -hmm. and it goes into like a quick time event or something like that but broadly like it doesn't it doesn't really mix it up uh you know you, you know kind of what the next 15 to 20 minutes is going to be like if you go into a dark area um and when you're in your character puts on a puts on a gas mask right
0: exactly yeah. um and and that is to you know uh, i have criticisms of this game i like this game a lot mm-hmm. um that goes into one of the things i don't like about it is how it's just gamey or not gamey mm-hmm. and, and never the twain shall meet um i like both of them enough you yeah. to where like i dig it mm-hmm Uh, you know, but this is, you know, just in getting the kind of, uh, the, it's not even a nitpick, like, you know, it's a, it's a major, it's a a
1: structural, it's a structural, it's a a structural
0: issue with this as a piece (laughs) of art where it is either you're watching a movie or you're playing a game. And like, Mm -hmm. yes, the fact that I'm controlling Joel and have investment in this avatar does increase some investment in the characters, Mm -hmm. but it is not as integrated as maybe I want it to be.
1: Yeah um or as as it could be Mm -hmm. i want it to be messier honestly (laughs) yeah it's a very it's a very orderly game in a way that i don't extremely orderly in a in a a way that actually feels like counter to the setting almost and counter to like what are what what you are going through
0: and it's it's not uh being done any favors being bookended by monster train which is a game Mm -hmm. that is about mechanical complexity and and strides you know like almost exclusively mm-hmm. like that is a game that is about mechanical tightness and then outer wilds which is about ambition Yeah, you know uh this is it has a safe feeling to it mm-hmm.
1: uh, this is know, and, not on the vanguard of anything except like how much budget can we put on the screen yeah. kind of
0: huge huge god of war dna
1: yeah yeah like
0: we did god of war earlier like i was amazed by how much this reminded me of god of war mm-hmm
1: um, or God of War reminded you of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so shooting is how you might expect. Yep. Uh, you know, the kind of twist here uh, is that ammunition is really limited, um, at least on normal difficulties and up. Yep. Um, there's a little bit of rubber banding in terms of difficulty. Specifically, enemies uh, will tend to drop the ammo you killed them with. Yes, uh, not always but they tend to <laughs> just,
1: I just picture um, Joel with a knife I'm gonna get that 45 back. back
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> Ellie it's the post apocalypse I reckon we gotta save every scrap we can Um you know, <laughs> like reforming the bullets out of bones and shit uh
3: yeah.
0: damn it Ellie I reckon you can't waste that bullet by leaving it in a corpse uh, <laughs> uh so, you know, and that what that does, you know, mechanically or to the rhythms is try to eliminate that too good to use. Like if you're mm-hmm. if you're always using your melee and your free uh, kills, you're not going to get more supplies. No. And if you use your supplies, you're going to get more supplies. Mm-hmm. So it's designed for you to, to use them and be in a constant state of scarcity.
3: Yeah. Without
0: ever actually running out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it does that really well. Again, like this is slick. This mm-hmm. is a slick ass game. Like you feel that. Pretty consistently, like, I always felt like I was running out of stuff and mm-hmm. rarely was running out of stuff.
1: You know, and I liked being forced by the ammo economy to, like, use every weapon that I had. Yes. You know, like, the only the only weapon that I think sucks is the fact that you have the pistol and the revolver and they feel way too similar
0: to each other. That's really dumb. And you, yeah. get, and you get the revolver very shortly after, you know, you get the pistol.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, my only yeah. critique about the weapons. Everything else, you know, I found myself you know, switching between them and adapting my strategy based on what resource was available to me, which is a good feeling. Yeah. Like that is a good, satisfying gameplay loop.
0: Yeah. I I find the assault rifle in the end to be a big bummer. Yeah. I do not like how that gun that gun feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like way at the very end. Yeah. Um we mentioned this earlier, uh combat encounters typically the enemy does not know about you, not always. Uh so you get to kind of do the stealth until it's not thing. You mm-hmm. sneak up, eliminate enemies. Um Using the game's cover system to hide from their view, and using the listen system to see through walls.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> like a is, regular guy, a guy from Texas can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's detective vision. Uh, you get everything's to see... bigger in
0: Texas, including ears. <laughs>
1: yeah, what if they
0: what if they modded this just so so Joel just had gigantic ears, and that's why he could do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was an outcast just... back. Back in the and day, I
0: reckon back in the old world, I was considered a freak. Yeah, but now
1: uh, uh, the king of the clickers may have big ears, yeah. it's not a good king. I'm yeah. <laughs> making uh, it sound like I like Sling Blade, it's a better performance than that. <laughs>
0: Uh, but you, you can listen to see through walls, uh, uh, essentially, um, they, they say that enemies only really, you can see them when they're moving, you can see them when they're not moving.
2: Yeah. Uh, There's like
0: one part of the game that meaningfully fucks with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, but again, it's, it's 30 minutes out of your 16 hours. Like it, it's pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, generally if you're playing on anything less than survivor difficulty, you can just see in the dark, you can see around
1: walls. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's welcome. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you feel like a badass, uh, especially when you're fighting against humans who have pretty good AI, um, clearing them out uh, without yeah. anybody being alerted. Uh, it's a good feeling. And when you get caught, you just go into Last of Us style combat, which is mm-hmm. which is fine, even if the like the actual aiming and shooting is a little bit more like finicky. It's like kind of uh, like jittery uh, in a way. The, that, uh, that, Yeah, other they made him
0: kind of a bad shot. yeah. You know, Joel. Joel is not as we're we're used to more competent gunmen mm-hmm. than Joel in our video games. Yeah,
1: um, but as you're sneaking around, taking people out, uh, you can get up behind them. You can, uh, and then you have two options. You can either do a strangle, which is slow and quiet, um, or you can use a shiv, which takes them down quick, but it uses up uh, uses up a resource. Like the shiv is a crafted weapon. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, humans uh, in the game will cover and flank you um they'll react to uh like a, a weird boss strategy in this game is to keep one gun with no ammo in it mm-hmm. because if they hear you click they'll <laughs> rush for you and you can do whatever you yeah, want to them yep. um they have like pretty good ai except for when it's not like every once in a while you know i'd be listening i'd just be watching a dude like doing shuttle runs behind a bookshelf mm-hmm. like i don't know why he's just running back and forth
1: i'm trying to get his but steps for the in. most
0: part yeah, he's, he's he's getting he's getting his stuff and he's got his pedometer. It's the only <laughs> thing to save the apocalypse. In um, it, the uh, so the, the AI is generally pretty good, and the first time the enemy flanks you in this game is a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Um, or the first time you notice it, yeah, like it doesn't. Uh, the game has a lot of uh, kind of mechanics to stop stealth uh, complacency. Mm-hmm. Like you don't spend once the enemies know you're there, you can't just sit there and just be hidden forever right like the enemy's not going to be like well that was weird mm-hmm. and then go back to their patrols like they might in metal gear <laughs>
1: right.
0: uh they're, at, they're like no this dude's still here mm-hmm. let's find him
1: something that is kind of strange about that especially compared to other games you know where enemies do uh, kind of try and get you out of position they don't have grenades um and uh, like molotovs oh yeah i suppose yeah you're right fuck yeah. <laughs> they, they, have, they, have, they have the
0: grenades that set you on fire while you're alive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Rescinded. Um, I, rescind, yeah. I rescind my point. Uh, I guess but those, are few, those are fewer and further between than in yeah. other games where enemies are like kind of constantly trying to flush you out. I guess. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. they kind it, it's of. It's
0: kind of like the, the shorthand in video games is the enemy would just immediately go to her grenade mm-hmm. and this you know they'll try to flank you. It's it's more interesting. Yeah. Try to get angles on you. It's it's better. Mm-hmm. Uh that. And when they have a grenade, it's a it's a serious it's a big deal. It doesn't instantly kill you like it does the enemy, but it does a lot mm-hmm. of damage.
1: Yeah. Um. That's humans. You also have mm-hmm. former humans, aka the infected. Uh, they're broadly split. There are multiple types, and we'll get to them when we hit the uh, when we hit them in the story. Like there, are, there are like four types, but there are two main ones. There are the runners who are the recently infected. Uh, they do what the name says. Uh, once they catch wind of you, um, once they hear a noise, they will uh, swarm you, run run directly yes. up to you, um, you and Ellie, and uh, engage in melee combat.
0: Yes. Uh, And then the kind of signature enemy for this game is the clicker.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. These
0: are people who have been infected for a long time, so they have fungus covering their eyes and such, um, and they are meant to navigate by sound. Um, In the dialogue of this, they, they... navigate like bats like mm-hmm. they click and use echo location uh that is not true they just no. hear you they will uh, it's, what uh, if they, an enemy was blind and could instantly kill you
1: yes yeah yeah like uh w- one of these you Matt can Matt
0: murdoch the daredevil <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if this uh <laughs> the uh they will not see you and attack you if you're standing still right yes uh, like if they get like right up close and walk like right on top of you yes they will they, they will attack but yeah, it's literally just what if an enemy was blind? These are super uh, creepy. They make uh, great. yeah, and it's, a, it's a really good enemy, especially from like a design standpoint. I mean, like the fungus around their brains has grown so thick that it started like blooming out of their head. Yes, uh, which is uh, which is fun and a nice little uh, 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 visual detail. Also, the sound they make—not uh, just yeah. the uh, the echolocation clicks that they have, but the screams that they do. Like they're really like mm-hmm. wheezy uh, kind of. <laughs> Almost like a like a velociraptor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Very good design all around. Yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, yeah, and The way they move as well, like the, the mm-hmm. kind of jittery way they move. And this plays into, since these guys don't know you're there, if you're staying still, you're watching their patrol patterns, either mm-hmm. watching or listening, and seeing them move seemingly at random. And there's gr- a great feeling that happens with these guys consistently where you are in a hiding place you think is safe, mm-hmm. and you're watching somebody, and then you get that little glare off to the side of the screen. That means you hear somebody <laughs> just kind of exploring your nook, yep. you know, and that cranny's off limits. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, so you have to deal with that guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, if these grapple you, uh, they will kill you instantly unless you have a shiv, which you can expend to uh, keep them off. Uh, clickers are emergencies whenever they show up.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they'll start doing mix ups as well. It's not mm-hmm. either or. Right. Um, and that obviously is a big deal because if you're fighting the runners, that makes noise which attracts the clickers. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's, it's pretty neat.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, You have Ellie along with you, but this is not an escort mission. Um, She's not quite invincible. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Uh, If she gets grabbed and is grabbed for a long time, she'll die. But generally she starts out uh, staying out of the way and then eventually becomes useful in combat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also she's invisible to enemies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anybody who's with you cannot be seen by the enemies unless you're seen, Mm -hmm. uh, which is good, but is silly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I like about Ellie is she starts out capable. Um, it is only mm-hmm. as Joel decides to trust that she can handle herself that he starts giving her the things that she needs to do what she, what she has to, right? Giving her the gun, uh, giving her the pistol, giving her the rifle, stuff like that.
0: Which definitely gets more capable. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things that was interesting <clears throat> to me, uh, and we'll talk about it when we get to the DLC, but, like, the moment where she first shoots somebody with the rifle... In the game is at is she treats it like a like a real like whoa moment. Mm-hmm. And then when we do the DLC, we see that she's just like straight up jumped on a dude and just stabbed him a billion times
2: <laughs> in her past. Like yeah.
0: it felt a little bit like they were kind of having their cake and eating it, too. A little bit, you know, with her having a a, a coming of age moment, mm-hmm. a special time in a girl's life where she. Takes Noscope a of somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she does yeah. a three hundred and sixty turn. Parents they weren't before. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, uh. So, um, it's good that you don't really have to worry about her, uh, too much. Uh, it again, be intolerable be- if you did. Oh, yeah, no, I would not, yeah. would not like to do that. Uh, you know, because you'd have to expend resources, they are limited. Um, in addition mm-hmm. to the ammo and weapons that you find, um, including like improvised melee weapons that have only a certain number of hits they can do, uh, you can craft, you can pull up a little menu. Joel pulls out his uh, his backpack, you take a knee. Um, and you start mixing together these five different ingredients that you find blades, tape, alcohol, explosive, and sugar uh, to yes. make all kinds of uh, impromptu uh, uh, survival items.
0: Yeah, And one of the most clever things in the game is the way that these overlap. Mm-hmm. So, like, a med kit takes the same ingredients as a uh, Molotov. Mm-hmm. You know, do I want to have an instant death of an enemy or do I want to be able to heal?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I have to choose. And you yeah. can only carry three of each of these uh these reagents Mm -hmm. at a time uh, and three of the uh, results at a time. So there is a really interesting push pull of deciding whether you want to emphasize offense or defense Mm -hmm. or kind of um, stealth with the uh, sugar, which can be used to make a smoke bomb. Um, This is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I like the way that these things overlap. Um, You can also upgrade Joel's abilities by finding random pills Around the world, <laughs> like
2: general purpose pills,
0: <laughs> all purpose pills. Or one time, I, I there was one that was a plant. Oh yeah, yeah, I like picked up a plant and it had the pill icon. I was like, oh, this this plant was one that they turn into pills. <laughs> um <laughs> If I take enough like Advil, it's... I can hear better. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, uh, but you can, you can increase your stats because uh, video games. Um, you know, you increase your health, your crafting speed, your healing speed. Um, and then, uh, you know, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, you can
0: get rid of your gun sway, but it's very expensive Yes. or reduce your gun sway.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you can also improve your guns. There's a little economy for this. You gather scrap, which is like your upgrade currency. Um, mm-hmm. and you also find tools. Tools are kind of like your crafting level um from yes. one to five it's a pretty big uh pretty big deal when you find uh when you find tools you can do really meaningful upgrades on the uh on the weapons like your hunting rifle you can add a scope and you can add um, armor piercing you improve uh like clip capacity things like that it's uh, it's a good system and you have to really make a you know make make an informed decision about the way you want to play
0: yeah. You don't get unlimited currency, right? You can make meaningful and uh, not meaningful choices with this. Like there are mm-hmm. definitely a lot of times I was faced with choices and I was like, why would I ever choose reload speed over, you know, clip capacity with this thing? Right. Right. Like the, this, one of these makes way more sense because part of the rhythm of this game is switching guns. Mm-hmm. Um, a big part of the crafting and the inventory thing is uh, the holster system. So all of these things take time. You don't pause, When you do these things, like you might in another video game, you're supposed to be doing these in real time. So in terms of the combat, uh, you are meant to be like, oh, I need a Molotov here. I don't have one. Can I find a safe spot to craft one? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, you have this holster system that you can craft. I have my pistol in my holster and I have my revolver in my other holster, but I want to get out my uh, sniper magnum. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not currently (laughs) equipped. It's going to take a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, because I have to wait for it.
0: I had to root for it in my backpack. Um, this is really neat as well. This is, I think, the closest thing this game has to, like, a signature innovation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, making you do this in real time and making you kind of rifle mm-hmm. uh, through your backpack. And this is cool. Like, it can be ameliorated through preparation. But there will be emergent, desperate moments where you have to craft a med kit when you weren't expecting to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's neat. That's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, and finding a place within the rhythm of the combat uh, to do that, especially uh, like within the stealth as well, um, is yes. good. Is good and tense. Yeah. Um, so this is you know this is powered obviously by items that you find around the world. You know, not just scrap and tools, but also your crafting Uh, reagents. uh You're going to be doing a bunch of uh, scavenging in this. Uh, There are Mm -hmm. lots of places to do it. Uh, There are some areas that are not strictly linear. It just kind of drops you into an open place and says, hey, if you want to go into these houses or go into these stores and look around for stuff, go ahead and do that. And you are rewarded not just with cool environments and resources, but also uh, story notes and these conversation prompts, which are always Mm -hmm. really good. You know, like having Ellie and Joel talk about, you know, an old arcade game, (laughs) you know, that you find
0: the uh i love joel's animation of alternating hands to grab things mm-hmm. you turn into like a little treasure crab uh <laughs> like crouching down just like, nyah, 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 nyah. You, like you especially look... when there's like just like individual gears like the gears could be in stacks of five uh-huh. the, the scrap but they decided to put them in stacks of ones so you can go nom, 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 he looks and like turned into like a little hungry hungry hippo uh,
1: he looks like homer simpson's homer simpson when he's sitting down with the five chip bags to watch football yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really funny it's such a funny animation i was playing this out in in the living room because this is P- ps uh, playstation exclusive mm-hmm. and uh and my girlfriend was watching and the first time i did that she laughed that's
1: just...
0: <laughs> very good that's
1: <laughs> well, it's it's fun yeah, Funny animation.
0: yeah. <laughs> um this is uh, you know again we talked about how this is uh this is pretty well put together like mm-hmm. this is a professional product this is a huge game uh it's very pretty mm-hmm. uh the characters look good the outdoor environments are really nice love looking. it uh you know make the apocalypse pretty mm-hmm. please uh you know is a, is a good a good thing like yeah nature will will heal like mm-hmm. we do, we don't they, they don't need us
1: yeah no. uh you our, know so, our, like, our cities will be scabbed over with ivy
0: yeah, and it'll be great. Um, you know, and the, in- the interior environments are also, like, very detailed. Yeah. Little graphic design bits of products and movie posters and stuff like that. It's all very good.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, I love the music in this. Just really mm-hmm. moody and atmospheric, uh, sparse acoustic guitar. Uh, just really sorrowful uh, drones and synths. Uh, this is composed by um, uh, by an artist named Gustavo uh, Santolala. Uh, Santa Laya, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, universally great. Uh, does yeah. a great job of setting the mood. Yeah,
0: lots of musicless periods of this as well. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's totally scored. So when they use it, it's it's to good effect. Yeah. Um, the thing that kind of elevates this game, the reason why it has a reputation, it does, is because of the story, and specifically, uh, not so much the story, but the characterization and relationship between Ellie and Joel, mm-hmm. um, and how this changes throughout the game. Um, this is really, really well presented. Uh, the voice acting in this game is universally great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Troy Baker plays Joel uh, yep. from video games. And <laughs> Ashley Johnson plays Ellie from video games. Yeah. Um, we also you get like W. Earl Brown mm-hmm. uh, plays, uh, what's his head?
1: Uh, plays yeah. Bill. Chunk. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Uh you know, just really good performances.
1: Mm-hmm. Um a, a um, great uh, great performance from uh what's his name? Nathan Drake. Uh Nolan North Yeah, Nathan um, Nolan uh, North is a
0: skeevy little pervy villain.
1: Yeah, playing playing really against hype. Like you would not yeah. you would not believe that this that this was Nolan North, in, you know, unless it was uh, unless it was spelled out for you. Um mm-hmm. fantastic performances. Uh just really, really good stuff from Troy Baker specifically. Um yeah. I didn't realize that he was like a young guy. Like he was something like, I mean, he wasn't even 40 when this was, when this was put together. Like he almost, like he almost walked out of the audition because there were so many people there who more closely matched Joel. Um, More grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Ashley Johnson, who I was looking at her, uh, at her portfolio voiced minor characters in King of the Hill, including Emily, the hall monitor. Which I can, oh, nice. uh, I can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is a, which is really fun. Uh yeah. Uh but just fantastic performances the whole way through. Elevates this a lot. There was something that you mentioned mm-hmm. on Twitter that I think it would be important. Real, to real quick bring before up. before we oh, okay. go into that though,
0: yeah. I wanna mention one of the things I noticed on this playthrough is how most of this game takes place in the north, but everyone is southern fried. <laughs> Yep. Isn't it kind of amazing? Like everybody is constantly <laughs> reckoning. Like no matter and like I know Joel is from Texas. Uh huh. But Ellie isn't from Texas. Bill isn't from Texas. Mm-hmm. Like David isn't from Texas. Like everybody is just like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Like almost everybody does the, like Deadwood voice. I, I mean, I, I think it's incredible.
1: I, I think that it is a, a conscious a conscious way to make it a, a little g- bit genre. more yeah more 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 Western, right? Yeah. The 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 the, the thing that I like, you know, you, you always come up with your own justifications for it and like outside of the um outside of the uh you know genre like hey this, mm-hmm. this is just a piece of media we were trying to make because all of the survivors um are put together by the military um and often are mm-hmm. like from the military there is like a general um military accent that you'll hear uh that pops yeah. up on bases a lot of the time and it does sound very similar to like the texan or Tennessean uh, southern accent uh that you can get
0: when I was when I was remembering this, I was like, "Oh yeah, this takes place in the South." And then I was replaying. And I was like, "Oh, Boston." Yeah,
1: like Boston, not one of these Pittsburgh. people sound
0: like they're from Boston. <laughs> like nobody, none of the goons you fight in the opening chapter. Yeah, like nobody. It's like it's very funny.
1: He's over there by uh, the car. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
0: like, hey, I don't like no cordyceps. Get damn yeah. cordyceps away from me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so you go go ahead with with the. Like,
3: yeah. no, I can I can
1: bring it because it's no. my point. To, to <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was it was your <laughs> point. You made a, you made a good point um, on on Twitter about like where this right you know rightfully falls in, you know in like the broad scheme of like highbrow and lowbrow media and also how like video games especially in the AAA suffer from the lack of like just uh, any middlebrow designation and I would even say like. A willingness on the part of the audience to accept that calling something middle or lowbrow is not an insult.
0: It's not damning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the kind of media this this draws from, like, this is uh, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is a good genre piece. This is like uh, Logan. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, which is a movie I absolutely fucking adore. Yes. You know, but it's a post-apocalyptic, you know, or p- barely pre-apocalyptic, and mm-hmm. kind a of genre piece about uh, a man with a daughter figure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's predictable. It's not really pushing new ground in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you know, the new ground this pushes is just in bringing movies into game spaces. Mm-hmm. Is just into having a script that wouldn't embarrass you if you saw it in the movies. Yeah. But it's also not. Uh, something that I, I think stands up, you know, to the, to the best movies. And I'm not like a, a movie snob, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I, I like M- I Logan, like I love MCU. Yeah. I love all that stuff. <laughs> right. Um, I love a middle brow mm-hmm. thing, you know, something that is like kind of fun genre stuff that is batting above its waist cl- weight class a little bit, but isn't like parasite.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Uh, and games don't have that games don't allow for that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have games, you know, game reviewers and game audiences find this level of kind of prestiginess to things mm-hmm. and have to immediately elevate this to Shakespeare or more moving than any book I've ever read or just, you know, I cried yeah. you know, nonstop during it, things like that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird example of the games curve that, that people judge on and it yeah. it's frustrating because it it does it a disservice. Yeah. Because what happens is people react people say that, you know, they're like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing." And then there's like like the, the counter the backwash or the the back, you know, pushback mm-hmm. uh like the kind of counter criticism of it where it becomes, "Oh, you know, you guys are all idiots. So why don't you try playing this indie thing?" Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, there, there's a lot of reactionaries forces that go on <laughs> with this stuff in terms of kind of the discourse around no. games of this stripe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's dumb because really, it's like no, this is this is like it's like a smart genre thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's real good. You should like it. It's like liking uh, like Looper or something.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with that.
1: Not at all. Like the the, yeah. the 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 breathlessness with which this, and to a lesser degree, like The Last of Us Part uh, Two, with with which they are spoken of. Um, it, It doesn't serve anybody really well because if everything always gets this breathless reception... And somebody walks into it, expect expecting to be, you know, to be sold the moon, uh, and they come back and like, oh yeah, no, I saw this done better elsewhere, et cetera, et cetera. Like the the common reaction ends up usually being, why do you hate video games?
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which is is not, yeah, not accurate. Right. It's it's people separating out like or not separating out like and like best. Mm -hmm. You know things like I think about. You know, something something like Logan, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I love that movie, and I like it a lot more than I like, you know, explicitly, incredibly meaningful art movies that push the medium forward. Right. I like it. It's more fun to watch. Mm -hmm. This is more fun to play to me than a lot of things that might push... The you know the medium forward because it's like, a really polished is, is, game. Yeah, like, it goes down easy. Yeah, you know it's it's designed to be liked mm-hmm. uh, in a way, and it it it's the subversiveness it has is in its pessimism.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, is in the fact that it does have the courage to not do the absolute straightest putt ending, like the most obvious ending. Mm-hmm. But it's also not. It's like the second most obvious ending. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's a better than average, but not. Incredible in terms of its like artfulness, I think. Yeah. And I say that as somebody who really liked it, mm-hmm. like liked it both times I played it. Yeah. Like it, it, stood up to revisit. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and somebody who is is not a snob about that stuff, I just think that like, it's not you're not doing the work any favor.
2: Either.
1: Yeah.
0: And and this is not something that is entirely like the fault of the gamers. This is something that the critics do. This is something that game creators definitely do. Oh yeah. Like the yeah. uh, you know, the guy who made this uh, who totally showed his entire ass during the the last of us Two uh, kind of discourse and, and press stuff. Like this is a problem with the industry,
1: Yeah, Yeah. you
0: know, and, and it's tied into money, right? Like this Mm -hmm. is such a big triple a game with a body count and uh, a budget, um, to where like people feel like, Oh, we have to, it has to be good enough to justify that cost. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, like if this isn't, our, our, you know, our Citizen Kane. What is mm-hmm. like? It cost so much money, and it was so it's so fancy and slick and stuff. And like, no, no, this is our our Avengers Endgame. Yeah, you know this this is this is our Logan. This is the road. Mm-hmm. You know this this is that.
1: Yeah, the road um, the movie, not the road the book. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, it just it it, it, it it's okay. For things to be middle, middle brow. And I think that, you know, this particular game has been out long enough that I think that I can settle into that pretty well. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: All, all of my favorite things are middle brow. Yeah. Like all, like the things that I love the most are all not absolutely high art, chew your vegetables. Right. You know, goes down sideways, Tartofsky things. Like mm-hmm. all of my favorite things are tend to be like middle brow. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to call it call it Shakespeare because mm. it's a really well-performed genre thing that has no surprises. What? Like every trope of zombie movies gets just kind of done faithfully in this mm-hmm. straight down the middle.
1: Yeah, you know. You know, and I think that we are all served when we can talk about uh, our when we, when we can talk about these things in an accurate way. Let's say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um. Speaking of Neil Druckmann. <laughs> and also about the uh <laughs> uh the the development it's it's so hard to like see his name without like recognizing that he is just a way to online kind of gremlin uh <laughs> it, He's an online gremlin yeah, yeah. you know, uh, it's it's online just, for money p- p- people <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say private Gremlin. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just the cadence. Yeah, stuck in my head. <laughs> so I don't, I don't mean to call a person a Gremlin. That's not. That's but it's it's hard to it's hard to ignore the way that he has acted in defense of his work when talking about the creative process of this. Uh, and also, it's hard to ignore kind of just the the labor implications. Just understand that you know people worked way too many long hours to make a game of this scale. Uh, and was yes. it worth it? Uh, probably not, but it's still a good game. So we just have to talk about it on its own terms. Uh, the development section here is going to be pretty scant because there is a lot of information about this. If you want it. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of it is technical. Um, if you want that, I pretty much, when I was putting these notes together, put together like the earliest ideas that they had for this. And then also some of the inspirations that they pulled.
0: Mm-hmm. There There's a commentary as well. Yeah. On the, uh, the remastered version, which mm-hmm. I have not fucked with, but you can, mm-hmm. if you'd like to. Yeah. Um, so the genesis of this was an idea that uh, Neil had in 2004, uh, wanting to emulate the gameplay of Ico, uh, see Bonfireside Chat. Mm-hmm. We just covered that. You know, fans of Watcher Fireballs, if you're a fa- $5 patron, you also get Bonfireside Chat, and we covered Ico. Yes. Um and uh, in the original version Joel was a cop with a heart condition
1: yeah so the person uh, he was protecting A heart would have of gold to...
0: literally <laughs> so. it's very it's debilitating <laughs> yeah it's, an, it's an actually a huge problem yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pretty the pretty woman too <laughs> 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 her with a heart of gold yeah.
1: how, uh, how did it happen to her how did yeah. she live this long yeah.
0: <laughs> the Midas protocol has been enacted I'm sorry Miss Roberts <laughs>
1: <laughs> big mistake big mistake <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> so uh the, this evolved uh into an idea you know the next iteration of this uh was still post-apocalyptic but the the idea was for a game called mankind uh where only women were infected um and mm-hmm. ellie was the only one who was immune uh that was scrapped for being misogynistic
0: I I don't find that idea inherently misogynistic, but it's like a story that would have to contain misogyny. Yeah. Uh, You know, because everybody would be David. It'd be like an oops, all David's version of this game.
1: You know, and like Uh, there are are works that that approach that. Why the last man uh, in comics, uh, Lisa, the painful uh, RPG Mm -hmm. is premised on uh, the extinction of all women except for one. You know, like you Mm -hmm. can you can get that story if you want. Yeah, Uh,
0: I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah um production just began as a jack and daxter game uh because they 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 wanted to make it and they didn't think Uh it could sell otherwise they wanted to use an existing ip yeah um this was shelved because obviously that makes no sense um there is in the art book for this there is a picture of jack and daxter in like Mm -hmm. photorealistic like the gritty reboot they were gonna do as the last of us which is very funny to me yeah uh you know, so they went to the studio heads and they're like, Hey, let's do this. Uh, and they're like, Your your heart's not gonna be in this, just do what you want.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: they did it. And there are there are some like uh cost cutting measures in this. Like a lot of the um environments and ideas of this uh come from uh the, the uncharted mm-hmm. you know, kind of stuff. Like this is not that different from an uncharted game. It's better.
1: Less uh, climby me and
0: mecha- yeah, less climby, more mechanically sound, mm-hmm. uh, more narratively ambitious, but it's also not totally a different Cut. So, like, you know, I don't think this was like them building a new everything from the ground up.
1: No, no. So wh- how can we use kind of the existing tools that we have to tell a different kind of story with a slightly different kind of game? You know? Yeah. This feels so much like the play of this feels weightier uh, than Uncharted does. Less shooting yes. gallery E. Yeah. Yes. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Cordyceps kind of made it big. It hit it hit the public. It had its debut uh, in the mm-hmm. Planet Earth documentary. Uh, that was what gave them the idea to make this a uh, fungus instead of a virus, uh, things like that. Uh, seriously, go watch that on YouTube. It'll freak you out um mm-hmm. and to get the look of the uh areas right the the world and the cities uh they went to real real world disaster uh zones like post katrina new orleans looking at photos and things like that to pull uh, to pull uh visual reference and also um i didn't realize they pulled from this really good book uh the world without us by Alan weisman uh, which mm-hmm. is a nonfiction just kind of extrapolation of like without humans and human industry, how would nature reclaim our urban environments? Um, mm-hmm. You know, just kind of pulling a bunch of research in about that. And they uh, put the world together that way using those ideas. Seriously, the world without us is really, really good.
0: I'm really weak to that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like I, lo- I love seeing, you know, nature take it back. hmm Um, some, some concepts got changed around in this, uh, Tess, uh, originally was going to be the main villain and things. And a lot of the changes, uh, happened because Naughty Dog took feedback from the actors. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, you know, that's good. Yep. You know, uh, these were better choices, I think resulted in a better game. Mm -hmm.
1: I, I don't, I, I like Tess's role in this, um, better than if she had just been somebody who harassed us across the country.
0: Yeah, I forget about Tess.
1: Y'all so, forgot about so, Tess.
0: I, I did forget about uh, Tess. Um, the uh, I feel like, like it's weird. Like when I again when I replayed, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, Tess." Mm-hmm. You know, like that seemed important for a little bit, and then <laughs> fades to the background <laughs> she,
1: really she hard. He not mentioned in the back half of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, folks will probably get at least a little bit annoyed with us if we don't mention that this had multiplayer. Um, It had Mm -hmm. a small but really dedicated fan base. It was mostly like Team Deathmatch kind of thing. It was um, uh, Fireflies, the kind of uh, revolutionary rebel group against Fedra. You were fighting out in these, you know, um, environments. You were using crafting. There was like climbing and stuff. Kind of a takeoff on the Uncharted multiplayer, which was also a thing. And also a product Mm -hmm. of like the late aughts where it's like, well, shit, we have to have multiplayer for a a, um, bullet point. On the back of the box kind yeah. of thing. Yeah.
0: It looks kind of neat. I didn't yeah. I didn't fuck with it though. Because mm-hmm. I'm you know, not about to play with a stranger, especially not on like a PS4. No, no. You know, it's cool because I can't uh you know, I can't talk to them because I don't have a headset yep. on on the PS4. But also like I don't know. Yep. I, I bet you that user base right now is not super fun. Don't dennis anybody in that user base. <laughs>
1: dennis from the level was a big fan of this back when it was current on the PS3.
0: No. Um the uh, a movie adaptation I was in the works in 2014, but it was shelved. Um, and more recently, HBO said they were working on a miniseries uh, with Craig uh, Mazin of Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's good, uh, matching up. Yeah, I you know, that, that think you'd be good at
1: that. I don't know how necessary it is, but that's good personnel. No, oh, very, I mean, the,
0: <laughs> the game is the movie. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, th- this is the game that you know those uh, on YouTube where people do like the movie cut. Where they yeah. just stitch together all the story parts of a video game to make a six-hour movie, mm-hmm. like this game was really probably pretty good with that. Yeah. Like you do get something from the immersion, but like mm-hmm. it's really cinematic. It's yes. like the the mini series version of like a oh it's it's a couple degrees different from the mini series series version of like a uh, David Cage game. Yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so more confident, extremely than that. cinematic,
1: <laughs> very cinematic. way more yeah.
0: competent, like actually good. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's you know very very cinematic already. Yeah.
1: Um, so this game was received extremely well. I don't have a bullet pointer in the notes for that, probably because it was just taken for granted. Like, people fucking love this game. It is held up as, you know, one of the best games of the previous generation. Um, or I guess the generation before last. Where well, it's weird because when this came out, it was also straddling generation lines between the PS3 and PS4. Then The Last of Us Part Two mm-hmm. came out and straddled those lines, and generations are getting blurrier anyway. But regardless, it was a tentpole game uh, for the entire industry and kind of a feather in Sony's cap to have on the PlayStation.
0: Yeah. I, I saw a bullet point at some point. Uh, maybe it was on TV Tropes. I saw that this was the most acclaimed video game Something? in terms of, like, Game of the Year
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, awards and such um, of history. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I could see that. Uh, you know pretty pretty wild but also you know again it's hard to understate how big this is in terms of video games Mm -hmm. um there's a piece of story dlc called left behind which takes place before and during the Mm -hmm. events of the game uh it kind of takes place in two time periods we're gonna be talking about that Mm -hmm. i played that for the first time uh this go round. it's neat after that it's very good Mm -hmm. yeah it's sweet you know it's a little slight yeah uh but it is sweet
1: yes um, and then we also alluded to the fact that there is a remastered edition, came out a year later uh, after the original release on the PlayStation 4, has improved graphics, uh, looks amazing in uh, uh, HDR, in high dynamic range lighting mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and also has, you know, goofy PS4 hardware touches, like your health is reflected on your uh, controller light, stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I played yep. um, for this. Uh, and then there's The Last of Us Part Two, which released in 2020, last year. Uh, big fanfare, big discourse bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of went away because that's the the memory cycle we're working with mm-hmm. in games. Right now, remember Ghost of Tsushima? No, you don't. <laughs> uh, and then it kind of got remembered again when the VGAs came around. Right? Remember the VGAs? No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. This, this did make me want to play The Last of Us Part 2, where previously mm-hmm. I was a little bit lukewarm on it, until somebody was like, yeah, it's 25 to 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, that, <laughs> like, like, this this game, it's yourself. like, is it really different mechanically? No. Uh-huh. It's basically the same game. And I'm like, man, you cannot mechanically stretch this that no. far. Like, I am interested in the story, even though I know it steps on some rakes, or I understand it steps on some rakes. Yeah. But that is a long time to commit to... This rhythm of yeah. story, scavenge, fight, story, scavenge, fight, story, scavenge, fight for that long. <laughs> a full work week.
1: Yep. The Woke s- up, ate a sandwich, went to bed. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I, I played the first two hours of it. And like, that's mm-hmm. cool to see the aftermath. Like, it's cool to see, like, life in Jackson. Like, apparently mm-hmm. the only civilization that is able to exist. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The city. Yeah. It's like the one city that is there um and yeah like i i'm curious to see where it goes but i like i don't know man if i'm gonna be playing something for fun like i can fit in three really good games in the time that it would take to play that one yeah just too long
0: yeah uh to me too um but me. someday and you know and it's not off the table for the show at some point mm-hmm. either you know the us saying that that's too long is not us saying like never
1: yeah yeah you know so. You know, it'd probably be tough to do in one in one in one episode. Like this will be a very long episode as we're talking about. Yeah, you know, here and this is a you know sixteen hour game as opposed to a thirty hour game. Yes, yeah.
0: Um, let's get into
1: it. Let's do. <laughs> um no. extremely uh, av- uh extremely impactful opening on this yeah, almost website.
0: almost of the word that people make fun of us for using yep um the, uh, <laughs> it's avoided that transmorphative <laughs>
1: um
0: so this is this is, starts with a uh, you know a, a long series of kind of cutscenes that introduce mm-hmm. things that you that are interactive. Yes. Um, Joel comes home from work late at night. He's arguing with a contractor, and his daughter Sarah has waited up for him mm-hmm. uh, in order to give him his birthday presents. Birthday present. Uh, the apocalypse happens on his birthday. Mm-hmm. He just has a couple hours left, um, and she got him a new watch. And yes. you immediately see um, the kind of dynamic between them she's a little bit of a smart ass uh you know but he has a heart of gold and obviously loves his daughter very much Mm -hmm.
1: um and right away you get something that is kind of a uh hallmark of this game's storytelling which is these time skips um yeah i like these a lot it's really good it's a simple trick but it works
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, You know, it's it surprised me when it happened. It surprised me how well it worked. Mm -hmm.
1: It It just just uh, it's basically just a jump cut. But it's uh, but when it comes up, there's like a different character of light. Like Mm -hmm. time has passed because somebody has fallen asleep or they've zoned out. Um, Or they wear glasses now. (laughs) 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 Ah. So (laughs) <laughs> but, they're, but they're uh they're, they're watching tv it's a very it's a very sweet moment and he takes her up to uh takes her up to bed um mm-hmm. and she wakes up uh to a phone call it's her uncle tommy yeah. frantically asking for joel to call him um it's and, uh and
0: you are you are her now yes we sort saying of you, you're controlling sarah mm-hmm. so you're walking around looking for your dad
3: yeah.
0: uh you know um just kind of checking out, uh, his bedroom's empty. Um, you can find a little hint. Uh, you can look up at the, uh, you know, in the bathroom, you can find a newspaper that talks about hospital admittance being up 300 percent and a government theory that this is linked to tainted crops, you know, mm-hmm. kind of storm clouds on the horizon. Um, in the bedroom that is empty, there's a TV that's still on and you can see a newscast of the riots that are being caused by the pandemic right. until a gas line explodes. And it happens on TV and you can see it on the skyline,
2: yeah.
1: which is
0: very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's nearby.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she is in a like you're in a suburb of Austin, Texas. Uh, is, yes. uh, is is where this is at. Um, you go downstairs and startlingly, Joel is pursued inside by his infected neighbor. you know like they're, they're mm-hmm. saying his name uh, and Sarah gets to see her dad shoot their neighbor right in front of her like you know like get mm-hmm. back, stay back, you know, and then boom
0: yeah. yeah uh you're you're leaving you know she's he's trying to tell you to stay calm and everything and uh, Tommy arrives, your uncle mm-hmm. uh, you climb into his car. And drive around, uh, and you're just kind of seeing this chaos. This is really effective. Yeah. Uh, the radio stations aren't broadcasting. If you look out the windows here, you get to see all these little vignettes in mm-hmm. yards yeah. of, like, families packing up or chaos yep. and stuff. I think this is, you know, again, uh, very effective. Mm-hmm. And uh, a kind of meaningful moment here that foreshadows Joel's characterization. Uh, there's a family on the side of the road begging for help, and Joel insists that Tommy pass them by. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's uh, he knows that they are infected people. He's seen a movie mm-hmm. and he says, uh, you ain't seen what I seen. Someone else will come along. Yeah. Like basically they're going to be okay. That's not our problem. We have to look after us.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm going to go out on a limb here. Like there's a lot of discussion about, uh, about Joel as a character and whether or not what he does throughout this is justified. I'm uh, generally operating under the idea that Joel is a terrible person <laughs> and, mm. uh, uh, it, it makes very, is, is extremely selfish. I don't, I, I think that he, uh, he, he is, uh, not able to rise to the occasion, let's say, and do what is morally required in this.
0: No, no, but to me, like, the thing that I think that makes this work is that, like, it's super understandable.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't think you know? that it's, I don't think that it's alien. I just think that, you know, it just, he, he makes, he makes bad choices.
0: <laughs> yeah, he totally makes bad choices. Like, the thing at the end of this that is the, you know, The thing, the fulcrum on which the game is remembered, like the ambitious thing it does at the end, Mm -hmm. semi-ambitious thing, is really interesting because it's undeniably the wrong choice, but it's undeniably the wrong choice to us Mm -hmm. because we're managing this like a video game or like a game of risk. Mm -hmm. It's like how if you give somebody uh, advice it's really easy to tell somebody what they should do. Yes. Like I can look at you and I could be like, man, or not you specifically, I'm not (laughs) making it less personal. I can look at, uh, you know, roll costs and say like, (laughs) Hey, you know, you should, uh, you know, eat only vegetables, floss every day, exercise every day, Go for a jog, volunteer at your local charity shelter, you know, mm-hmm. uh, do all of these things. And it's like, it's very easy to just be like, yeah, that'd be the thing that would create the most good. <laughs> like, you could do that. <laughs> right. that that'd be awesome. Yeah. But you're, you can't really manage somebody else's life. Like, I think the, mm. the thing that this game does, that's really good is make us understand at least a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and question like how selfish we would be in the same situation.
1: Oh, for sure. I don't know that I would do any better, but I think that um, there is a certain stripe of the fandom people that I've talked to, like even like non gamers at the time mm-hmm. who were really excited about this, who are like way into the hard men making hard choices aspect of zombie fiction, po- yeah. po- post-apocalyptic kind of kind of thing. I think, I think Joel's characterization, you know, from the, from this moment right here, where he decides to let them, you know, to let this family stay at the side of the road, like there is mm-hmm. a straight line from that to what happens at the end of the game. Totally, yeah,
0: totally. Like it is, and it's not to be admired. No, like I'm not arguing that. Like I'm not one of these people <laughs> who are like, yeah, Walter White is the hero. <laughs> yeah.
2: like, he's the
0: good guy. He's not. He is. You know, he's a yeah, bad guy yeah. in this thing. Mm-hmm. But it is. He's a bad guy for you know good reasons yeah he's a bad and guy and reasons, inter- i personally understand
1: yeah he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a bad guy for a like good entertaining reasons and i don't issue that condemnation to say that nothing he that nothing he does should be analyzed i'm just or kind of like i i'm just i'm just putting that out there putting that opinion up at the up at the front because i feel pretty strongly about it
0: it's like you're saying that it should be analyzed. Yeah. He's not a slam dunk. <laughs> right. You know, it, by by any means, this is not cool. It's like this is worth discussion the way this dude is. Like mm-hmm. I like to think that I would always do something for the greater good. Yep. You know, if if given the choice is like, hey Gary, would you, you know, go jump off a building and it, it wiped COVID off the earth? Mm-hmm. I like to think, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I if it was presented with that though,
1: <laughs> I, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty into cognizance and stuff like i I like it
1: continued existence is fun yeah (laughs) and
0: you know not necessarily somebody who believes in the kingdom of heaven so it's 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 pretty tricky (laughs) yeah you know uh that's a pretty tricky cut you know thing so like the good of the many versus the good of the few is something that is like extremely easy when it's not you or your own people which is part of what they're trying to say with us and i'm uh, saying
1: and i'm saying that it is easy easy for you it would be super easy i would just if i was in this situation i would simply save everybody
0: yeah, I do the morally correct choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hard. would become a surgeon <laughs> and figure out how to uh, clone Ellie's head. Mm-hmm. Um, this
2: <laughs> <laughs> they
1: cloned Hitler's head.
0: <laughs> I reckon I made another copy of your head, Ellie. <laughs> uh-huh here it is in this here science vat
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're uh, you're kind of doing doing a little bit of off-roading here trying to get uh get, get around these army checkpoints and you're going through uh kind of the small the small town and you get to see just this wash of people who are fleeing from the city um and yeah. just the total chaos that's uh that's on the streets uh including one of my least favorite things in any visual media the surprise t-bone jump scare
0: it happens all the time. Yep. If anybody takes their eyes off the road in a thing, I assume they're going to be hit no matter yep. what.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I could be watching the goofy. It's like me, myself and Irene or some shit. Like I'm yeah. watching the goofiest thing in the world. <laughs> and it's just like, Oh, these people are gonna get killed. Yep, slammed. Um, <laughs> yeah. This guy's going to get his neck snapped. Um, Yeah, this flips the the SUV, and Sarah's leg is hurt pretty bad, so Joel has to carry her. And you're running with other survivors, Mm -hmm. uh, with Tommy uh, on foot. And this is, again, appropriately chaotic. It's hard to know which way to go. Um, Eventually, this ends. We get to this soldier on a dry riverbed, and, you know, this is the classic zombie. You know, he receives the order to shoot. He doesn't know if you're infected or not. You're saying that you're not infected. Mm Mm-hmm
1: but people uh, people people are bite hiders we know that now more than ever people hide their bites (laughs) people people are hiding their
0: bites all the time Mm -hmm. like it's happening right now in like chicago as a citywide ordinance like Mm -hmm. as they open up the restaurants yep um so he opens fire yep uh you know he kind of clips joel kind of spent sends him spinning uh here and before he dies tommy shoots him um joel seems like shoots a soldier yeah uh, <laughs> revenge, brother. uh j- so joel uh, I tommy just,
1: got a vision it was final destination he knew what was gonna happen
0: yeah like, um the uh <laughs> terminator prequel uh joel then looks and it turns out sarah got shot a bunch in the gut yeah uh, so he basically human shielded his daughter on accident
1: yep he um, was he, just because he was carrying her just because he was helping yeah. her he got her killed um, yeah, because yeah. the military is not, uh, not a discerning force when no. it comes to using force. Yeah.
0: Uh, we get our opening credits here of, uh, kind of like Zack Snyder's shaky cam news caps yeah. and stuff. But the cla- this, this is one of the things in this game is aged the worst. Uh, I think
1: I was re I was reading uh, about this. The originally they were going to just do a cut to 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, like after, after, after he discovered, you know, him, him sobbing over her body and then. And then and then waking up, but uh people got confused in playtesting, so they added mm. they added this uh uh with the express intention of letting Sarah's death sink in for ah, people. Yes. Like uh we need we need to give more time. So ooh, news clip montage.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the way they give new new more time is by like genre stuff about new terrorist groups and shit yeah uh, and the, yeah. the rise of the virus like i don't know if this is necessarily appropriate morning no uh, No. think a lot about the kind of montage you're gonna play when i die cole <laughs> uh <laughs> like make it a little bit less hackneyed than this please okay no no i um, just
1: uh, uh i will i will find another song besides hallelujah um thank you appreciate it <laughs> but well heaven, of, please. <laughs> yeah. one of the uh one of the things here that uh is pretty important for the story although it's usually just a background elegant uh, element is the rise of this terrorist group called the fireflies basically the government um and a coalition of like companies and stuff called fedra uh started setting people up into quarantine zones within the cities. Uh, These quarantine zones are, you know, failing because the government is incompetent and the Fireflies uh, are trying to basically destroy the government and get people out of the quarantine zones. It's pretty poorly sketched. It's just government Mm -hmm. plus resistance.
0: Yeah. The the quarantine zones are like military Mm. compounds, like people living in a subjugated life.
1: Um,
0: This game takes place over four seasons. Uh, So we start off with summer. Mm hmm. Um and uh 20 years later, as we mentioned, uh Joel wakes up. He is now grizzled. He's got the grizzled filter applied mm-hmm. to him on in, on Insta. And uh <laughs> someone is pounding on his door, and this is Tess, who is also also similarly Southern fried. Mm-hmm. And uh she's been punched, she's got a black eye.
1: Yes. Um, and Joel and Tess are smugglers. They they work mm-hmm. together. Uh there is a strongly hinted at romantic past between them, but right now it's kind of this. Belligerent we don't like each other very much, but we need each other kind of relationship, at least here at the start. Right. Kind of sniping. Yeah. Um She's she... the
0: neat one, he's the messy one.
1: <laughs> um so she made a deal for some illicit ration cards. Uh, but two guys uh tried to take take them from her after the deal went uh went south. Um, and the guys were sent by Robert, uh, someone who Joel and Tess have been after kind of this other smuggler who has been, uh, you know, causing trouble for them.
0: Well, the, the deal was for, they had the ration cards. It was to get guns. Yes. So it's, it's a little bit more morally gray. We're, we're meant to think of Joel and Tess as kind of shit bags yeah. in this. Uh, they were, they were getting guns, mm-hmm. you know, trading weapons, trading drugs, things like that. Right. Um, this is still the intro. You know, it's going to be a long time before we get to the gameplay part. This is us walking the streets to see exactly how nasty it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the government's very oppressive. Uh, Loudspeakers, posters, uh, graffiti about the resistance. Um, there, it's, a, it's another, you know, half ration day. Like there's mm-hmm. people lining up and there's a guy just saying like, yeah, it's going to be. He's like, oh, it's been a week of that. Um, you know, people are hungry. Uh, it's shitty.
1: 20 years is such a long time for civilization to get back up on its feet. <laughs> yeah the back, the, like if it was if it was two years later i could see things being this bad but like it, it, they,
0: they... it's pretty wild <laughs> yes. I, it, it's it's pretty wild without knowing or thinking about the military as less of a neutral force and more of a villainous force uh-huh in this like the military in this has a perspective and it's like we want to take over and we're just happy we're in charge and happy to shoot people and subjugate them yeah you know, it's not like uh, it's. I don't. You know, civilization. There's still zombies about, and mm-hmm. there's like places where can't people can't be, and trade, and everything's obviously uh, impacted. But the idea that it's still kind of in, you know, <laughs> it's really telling that they went to like the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina and such.
1: Yeah, to like research yeah. this.
0: Like this has fresh apocalypse feeling to it.
1: It does. Yeah, and just man, like twenty years. Like yes, the colloquial negative. You know, like lowercase a anarchy would probably be uh, around, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. within the first like two to five years. But eventually people would figure out how to start like doing the jobs for themselves, maybe in growing food and setting up perimeters like that's ultimately what happens in Jackson. But it takes 24 fucking years for them to rebuild. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it, and it seems to only happen in Jackson, yeah, with like, like no resources, just some people who are plucky.
1: That's part. Of, that's that's part of what makes this like far more pessimistic than I think it actually ought to be. It makes it unrealistically like comically un- uh, uh, pessimistic. Just yeah, that humanity dark. would never like just would not get up on their feet. And I'm saying that knowing yeah. exactly how the United States is handling our own pandemic right now, you know,
0: <laughs> it's a weird thing where like this uh hues a little closer to reality in a lot of other ways. Mm-hmm. So it makes that kind of thing harder to believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Like when you when you play Fallout, uh it is unbelievable that nobody picked up the skeletons from their bedroom. Right. Like it's been hundreds of years and they're just no skeletons hanging <laughs> out in their bedroom. And no, you know, Fallout 4 introduced it was the first thing in the series where somebody wrote a song.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you know, like there's like new music that they created. Yeah. Um you know, that's pretty crazy, uh-huh. but that is a much cartoonier universe than this. <laughs> this is meant to be really down to earth.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's, it's worth holding it to a higher standard in terms of like mm-hmm. how it models society.
1: Yeah. So it's just, it, 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 it put playing it that that's a new perspective that I had playing it now, even as compared to like when I streamed this like two years ago. Right. Yeah. Again, it's different.
0: Um, <laughs> we're trying to get to a place in the city. Uh, to get our, you know, revenge and get our guns back and whatever, Uh, try to go through a checkpoint with falsified papers. Uh, But as we're talking, a truck explodes. The Fireflies have attacked. They close this down and we have to run. Mm -hmm. Um, We go in through a sealed up building and uh, we pass by a dude, a friend of Marlene, who's also, you know, a a smuggle adjacent guy. Mm -hmm. And he says that the leader of the the Fireflies is also looking for Robert.
1: Yes. Marlene, Uh, the leader uh, of the Fireflies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we go through a, a smuggler's tunnel, and we grab our things, and we end up kind of in the overgrown parts of the city, uh, outside the walls.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and we, as we pass through another building, we get introduced to this mechanic where we run into our first spores. Um, we have to, you know, put on our mask. It affects our vision, mm-hmm. you know, and this is tends to be where the infected are. Um, we run into somebody who's there who is gasping; their mask broke yes um and he has to be put out of his misery you can do it or not do it i don't know what happens if you don't you know the pro euthanasia stance on the network (laughs) Uh, i definitely shot this dude in the dome
1: oh yeah Uh, and they
0: reward you with bullets for doing it like it's (laughs) just like you know like here you go
1: mercy bullets Uh, yeah mercy bullets (laughs) um i love the areas that are overtaken by the fungus especially later on um,
0: oh it looks incredible
1: yeah just like the the, the the way you know where somebody like died up against a wall um, and then the uh, the fungus like grows up uh, up the wall and then up the ceiling and you get like the red tendrils sticking out very good and creepy mushrooms so are spooky
0: they move yep. yeah they, they like sway in the they sway mm-hmm. it's really scary like yeah. plants are scary mushrooms are scary
1: mold is scary yeah
0: mold is scary yeah, yeah. moss get the fuck
1: out of here. <laughs> no I don't care not even the north side of the tree yeah. You you lost tree mm. privileges, buddy. Um
0: get off my planet. Um <laughs> we go outside, we're in this little shanty town, we're kind of seeing how the, the people who are not subjugated live. Mm-hmm. Um and it's uh you know, this fucking barter town. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's it's everybody is like there's like human fighting mm-hmm. uh that we get to see a ring of this dude just sharpening knives. It it's you know, it's it's nasty looking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
1: Oh man! Uh, and everybody's on edge, uh, and everybody knows Joel and Tess talking about like, "Hey, what do you You, know, you owe us, etc." Uh, and we uh, run into some of Robert's goons in an area full of waist-high cargo containers.
0: Mm-hmm. designated combat area goes here we go
1: when you, when you get there that had
0: to be intentional but also yeah. like come the fuck on
1: uh and tess is the one who runs out of patience like she is the one who's like hey this this is bullshit don't stop us she's the she's the one who shoots first yeah
0: yep uh this is our first like the last of us you know asked the last of us combat encounter mm-hmm. um you know as per our, our ritual, we are going to speed through some of those. Mm-hmm. When there's something noteworthy, we'll talk about them. But just know you're hiding behind waist-high walls, getting flanked, mm-hmm. shooting dudes in the head.
1: This one's notable because you start in combat as opposed to coming to a situation where you get the uh, the stealth at the beginning.
0: Yeah. They introduce that next. Yes. Uh, when you get to the wharf and you you start out in stealth, they don't know you're there. And the game gives you a tool tip that's like, do it how you want. Stealth mm-hmm. or fight. Yeah. Um, look at the resources you have and decide. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, but you go through this warehouse dock, um, you know, that is just completely crawling with Robert's men. At least when you get there, uh, a little less crawling uh, once you <laughs> leave. Um, and we find Robert and he makes a makes a break for it until he gets cornered in an mm-hmm. alley and Tess beats him and demands to know where their guns are.
0: Yeah, this is the first uh, torture sequence of just beating the crap out of a dude to get information. Right. Uh, which, as we all know, works. Mm-hmm. Uh, people tell you the truth when you hurt them a
1: lot. 100% reliable is what that is. Yeah. Admissible. Uh, even.
0: And it turns out, uh, Robert sold the guns that you were meant to get. He owed the fireflies. So, and it's basically like, Hey, those are not, those weren't your guns to sell. <laughs> yep. Um, he says, okay, cool. The, the fireflies on their last legs. Let's go get your guns back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Tess is frustrated by this and kills Robert. So yeah. rip Robert. Um, <laughs> but then Marlene pops out. Um, she's been shot. She's the leader of the Fireflies, and she's mad because she says she needed Robert alive. Right. Um. You're like, hey, you have our guns. She's like, no, I paid for those guns. Those mm-hmm. are my guns. Um. You know, you can have them, but I need a a service in return.
1: Yes. Um. And that service, as she takes us to go and make sure that the uh, that the uh, uh, guns are real, we go through this cargo mm-hmm. dock uh again more this is like a notable tough combat uh area mm-hmm. but uh we get to see what the actual service is at this restaurant where we meet ellie she wants us to carry a person
0: yes uh, initially we think it's going to be an object right smuggle
1: yeah
0: um you know so th- this is uh you know the here's our twist. Um, Marlene uh, leaves Ellie with Joel And Tess goes with Marlene to verify the guns Mm -hmm. So this is the first time you know these characters Meet and Joel is really notably cold To Ellie Mm -hmm. because she is a burden And he's too hard of a man to let somebody Get close
1: yeah yeah you know Uh, He's he's been he's been burned before Yeah you know What with having his (laughs) daughter last
0: time I had a daughter She really (laughs) fucked up (laughs) About to do it again
1: (sighs) If only she could run
0: Uh, Yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh, How are your legs doing yeah um and it's like yeah, my daughter pickers broke <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh but they don't even uh, they don't even really talk uh they just yeah. you know it's, it's just really terse um ellie's parents died a long time ago uh and marlene has been taking care of her and ellie notably is not saying why she's being smuggled like why why this unusual request uh is is being made but joel is like i don't i don't even really care shut up i'm just going to sit here and watch paint dry
0: yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep and and catch some Z's. Ellie points out that his watch is broken. Uh, this is the watch that his daughter gave him that he mm-hmm. keeps that was shattered at the exact moment she died. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's grisly. Subtle. <laughs> yeah, the uh, you know. So he's carrying this reminder. I'm just really surprised, like he doesn't have to use it to save her to save yeah. Ellie or something, or sacrifice <laughs> it, like jam yep. into some gears or something <laughs> to pass the torch. Um, so Joel wakes up. We do another one of these cuts. Uh, it's dark and rainy and Tess arrives and says, like, yeah, the guns are real. Uh, we got to do the job. And Joel mm-hmm. agrees. Uh, Tess has actually learned a little bit more at this point, but she has not let on.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, at this
0: point. But she seems very enthusiastic, more mm-hmm. so than she was before.
1: Yeah. Uh, to get out of this building, we need to do kind of a superfluous little mini game, starting up a generator uh, to power this lift that'll take us down. This is just a little timing uh, kind of thing to fill up a meter. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that maybe the intention is for what was for this to be something that you do under duress, like in combat, it never happens, it never happens. Yeah. It's never, meant only to happens during deals. exploration points. Yes. And as so you need to like, power a a door. it's just a task. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Ellie marvels once we get outside because she's never been out there before. Never really seen like things grow like they do here.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, even though it's dark and and rainy, it's just like really lush. Yeah. Um, But you're ambushed by armed guards outside of the city. Um, They uh, take you and they have a little scanner to see if you're infected. Mm -hmm. They scan the first two of you. You're not infected. As they're about to scan Ellie or they start to scan her and they're about to say something, Ellie makes the first move and stabs him in the leg. Yes. So you take him out and they pick up the scanner. It's like, oh, Ellie's infected. Uh Oh, Dun dun dun.
1: Yeah. Joel thinks it's a setup. Joel thinks that Marlene mm-hmm. is trying to like get revenge on them, sending They're them. A, a bomb,
0: yeah. <laughs> or smuggle them, smuggle an infected person into somewhere, yeah. Like throwing a plague body over a rampart.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that's not the case. Uh, Ellie shows the bite; it's pretty gnarly, um, mm-hmm. but uh, she says, "Hey, it's it's three weeks old. You know, everybody who gets bit turns within two days. You know, rip to them, but I'm different.
0: Yes, and literally, mm-hmm. uh, so." at least for now, they don't have time to jaw. Like Joel's not convinced, but they have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do this kind of stealth escape section with uh, searchlights and uh, people looking for you and getting shot a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you get to, uh, there's some ruined buildings you get to and there's a machine gunner watching you across the street. Uh, the game is very generous with checkpoints. Yes. And you can restart any scenario, like basically anytime you want. Yeah. Um, the game also, if you die on the same scenario multiple times, it'll restart you with more health. hmm then you went into it, uh, on, At least on normal mode. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it does that. I bet you it doesn't do it on like survival or probably or not or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it, there's a kindness there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, and that's a that's a good kindness, worthwhile, especially mm-hmm. when it's you running in and out of a pharmacy while somebody with a literal you know 50 cal machine gun is unloading into you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's not great.
1: <laughs> but as you're going, uh, eventually the troops de- decide to stop chasing you. Because you're going into, uh, you know, unsafe territory. One of them even says, like, oh, let the clickers have them.
0: hmm Yeah. Uh, so you, you finally take a moment to catch your breath. Uh, it turns out the Fireflies have a research lab in the safe zone uh, somewhere west. And they think Ellie is the key to the cure. They're going to make a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Joel doesn't buy it. Uh, but Tess is like, no, you know, this is worth it. Mm-hmm. We should give this a shot.
1: This is a rekindling of hope for Tess. Tess had, you know, mm-hmm. previously been involved with the Fireflies. Uh, Joel is far far more skeptical, um, and we're going to find out uh, he, he is because of Tommy. He and Tommy yes. parted ways. Tommy Tommy sided with the Fireflies, uh, but they parted ways kind of specifically a over things that Joel had Tommy do. Uh, as they were surviving, but also because they disagreed about how much hope could be could be promised by the Fireflies um, yeah. and the search for a way to make things better.
0: Yeah, the the implication here, the the narrative shorthand, the archetype we're working with is him losing his daughter instantly turned him into a super hard man who will do anything to survive. Yes. You know, and uh, he's cut off a lot of his own humanity.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, yes this. i also love the research zone somewhere out west they're in boston <laughs> about as far east as you can get can you think yep. okay so like what like pennsylvania
0: mm, no no you try try, like, try, yes. try try across the rockies
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh the, the the people move with a lot of really vague information <laughs> yep. uh, in this game it's very funny
3: yeah
0: um reach this like big pit in the middle of the city uh, here and see the uh, gold domed capital building off in the distance, that's our rendezvous point Mm -hmm. uh, that we're heading towards. And we do this like really kind of, again, a sequence I forgot about through this collapsing building, Mm -hmm. um, the building, these areas outside the city were bombed. Yeah. Um, So what they did was they set up these quarantine zones. Anybody who wasn't in there got bombed Mm -hmm. uh, to try to kill as many infected as possible. Right. Um, So these buildings are crumbling. Um, You know, this is, this is really cool Mm -hmm. Uh, to get into the, this building. uh, There's a door that a clicker is fused to, uh, the clicker has died and his fungus has grown out and, uh, sealed the door shut. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: So they have to rip him off of it in order to open it up. Yeah, um, and this, gross. and this is where, this is where Joel and, uh, Tess explain clickers to Ellie, someone who has always lived in the QZ, um, and has never really had to encounter them. At yeah, least you, you may run into infected, but yeah, you
0: know, yeah. They, would get, they would get killed by the military right away. Clickers mm-hmm. are people who have been infected for like a year.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, as we're moving forward, we have to push this filing cabinet off a ledge to proceed, which brings some clickers in. Uh, we get some clicker combat, Mm -hmm. which we mentioned, uh, clickers, when you're crouching, you don't, you still move too fast. So you're heard. You have to actually like move at even slower than a crouch. You have to to do it past them, which is a
1: tilt on the stick instead of a push. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is nice because that's not a comfortable position for your thumb really to rest. Mm Mm-hmm you know there's a resistance so it does uh it feels active yes to maintain that throttle mm-hmm.
1: yeah um down one level we find our first new weapon the revolver extremely mm-hmm. similar gun to <laughs> gun too i think that gun the two, i think the pistol is like a nine millimeter and it's supposed to be like a 38 or something uh like really the only difference is that the clip is smaller you know, you're firing six bullets instead of whatever's in your, uh, your semi-automatic, uh, and it takes longer to reload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, I just use the revolver. Yeah. So, um, we get another encounter here with runners and a clicker put together. Again, that's a problem because if you fight a runner, it'll attract a clicker, mm-hmm. as they always say. Um, <laughs> go down in the uh, subway beneath this office building, and we find a dead body with a Molotov. Uh, which opens up the ability to craft them. Uh, this teaches Joel about what a Molotov is. <laughs> I,
1: love um, <laughs> I love it, especially like when, when the news media talks about, like, there are materials about how, you know, the, they were teaching them how to make Molotov cocktails. It's like, <laughs> it's the thing about them. They're teaching
0: them how to make ice.
1: <laughs> like,
0: they're teaching them the recipe for
1: boiled water. Yep. Um, uh, ice cream soup. No! <laughs>
0: I I love when you find a piece of paper on a desk in this too. And it's like, you just learned how to make smoke bombs last longer. (laughs) You know, someone just like jotted that down real quick.
1: Yep. Um, The secret ingredient is extra sugar, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. extra smoke. Yeah. The, uh, so now we have Molotovs. Molotovs are great. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a one hit kill. They're really effective against the like boss enemy. Yeah. Of this game, which doesn't show up very often um, or the armored, uh, infected. Yeah. So molotovs are really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you want them. Yeah. Always be using them because you're always going to be finding more alcohol and cloth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yes. You. Know, you, you. You learn how to put some. <laughs> put some alcohol or gasoline into a bottle and light it on fire. Mm-hmm. Um. And you also get uh the, the subway terminal encounter. It's a really big area that is really dense with clickers that also have kind of overlapping patrols. Uh, and there is one by the exit that you have to deal with because it always, ju- it just stands there. Like there's no way, there's no way to deal with it without it alerting everybody.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that, that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really mention this in generalities, but, um, it's worth noting, uh, every area is littered with bricks and bottles, the two genders. <laughs> um, you can carry a brick or a bottle, mm-hmm. not both. Uh, and these are used uh, either as uh, single use, um, you know, kill a human enemy if you have a brick, otherwise it will stun mm-hmm. uh, one and you toss them Yeah, uh, as per stealth in video games. Mm-hmm. So this guy, you know, you do have to deal with them and we say deal with them. You don't necessarily have to shiv them. You mm-hmm. can throw a bottle and attract him, and then run through.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, when you get to the surface, uh, a horde of runners comes and it's like, oh, we can't fight these guys. We got to go. Uh, you run until you get to a loading dock. Um and they're trying to grab onto you, you know, intense cinematic. Um, there's a little bit where uh Ellie's like, you have something on your shoe, he looks down his entire arm,
2: yeah.
0: uh, which he kicks off.
1: <laughs> yeah, got a got a little something there.
0: Yeah, a little good. something on your face. You got a spot of red on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the building we got into is a museum. Mm-hmm. Uh if you're you're like me and you like going through things like malls, arcades, amusement parks, museums. Yeah, uh, in video games, uh, you get to.
1: Yep, uh, a lot. Uh, man, I, I love the main streets that you go onto with like the record stores yeah. and stuff. Um, and the so DLC, the, like, the DLC, it gives you not just one, but two dead malls.
0: <laughs> you get to go through <laughs> two dead malls. It's incredible. <laughs> like, that is Gary Nip. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, this museum, it's mostly quiet um, until you get to the upper floors and, uh, and, and some, some runners attack. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you kind of go through these galleries until you get to the roof uh, and the sun is up. Uh, It's daytime Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, we're closer to the Capitol. Yeah. Uh,
0: The street in front of the Capitol building is flooded. Ellie says uh, that she cannot swim uh, here. So this is going to be a really like a a gateway to taskiness. (sighs) Yeah. Throughout the game. Uh, This is a a bad part of this game, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The, uh, you know, we talk a lot about puzzles on the network. Mm hmm um the exploration zones that you have in this you know the three modes are like fight story and explore Mm -hmm. uh the explore parts are never challenging nope um and a lot of times they don't overlap with story parts sometimes your characters will talk while you're doing this bullshit Mm -hmm. a lot of times they won't though yeah uh and it's pretty annoying yeah. Um, every time I found a body of water and knew that it was like a game of like find the grate mm-hmm. or, you know, find the uh, the floating pallet thing, I was pretty annoyed because it was just, you know, just a task. It was just a chore to do. Yeah.
1: You know, I wish uh, I could make
0: the game do it on its own while I did when did the dishes or something.
1: <laughs> it's especially annoying because after you do this, like once or twice, the characters start commenting on it. Like, Ellie was yeah. like, oh, God, this thing again. I'll wait here while you go find the... It's no, like that yep, never down. works.
0: Nope. Characters criticizing the plot or criticizing your mechanics does not excuse them. Nope. Uh, it's a common mistake. People will be like, Oh, it, you know, it's aware of it. That's okay. No. Nope. it's just aware of <laughs> it. It makes it, it less. It excused. doesn't make it okay. Less
1: excuse, excuse excusable. If you, if it was plausible that you didn't know, I would give you a little bit more benefit of the doubt, but you knew. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: the frustrating thing about it too, is that like the argument for this is that it serves pacing. Um, more and more of this dialogue content, please. Yeah. Or just like the scavem up. Like, there is a lot of pleasure to be found mm-hmm. in digging through old houses to get crafting resources. It yeah. feels good because you're getting gamer treats. Like, you're looking at all this stuff and you're thinking, man, I can be full up on Molotov cocktails when I leave. That feels mm-hmm. great um just break up the pacing with that because yeah. it's exactly as interactive but it, it feels better and it's more fun
1: well and it leans into the strength of the the strength of the game which is the interaction between the characters you know between these two actors yes. like you know mix up the you know get rid of the ladder hunts and the and the pallet hunts that you do and have it be more like you know joel talking about what this place might have been like before you know totally. to somebody who never knew anything different right like ellie have...
0: learned shockingly little about the world before i think she learns about ice cream trucks and giraffes yep and that's it. <laughs> yeah
1: you know and like it doesn't it doesn't just have to be like you know an alien you know show me what it is you humans call a kiss yeah (laughs) but but like you know and like you can learn from ellie like what it was like to grow up in the zone too like her saying yeah oh we know like we never we never had this or like imagine a whole store dedicated to ice cream or like they just drove ice cream around in a truck
0: Weird, Yeah. You know, the moment where that happens is really good. Uh It just replaced all of these pallet hunts. Like Uh this is, it's weirdly enough, like I don't think that those are the biggest flaw with this game, Mm -hmm. you know, but on replay, that was the thing that was the most tedious and obnoxious to me. Yeah. I always noticed it. Mm -hmm. And, when I first played, I remember like having like an, a creeping feeling that they were dumb.
1: Yeah, and
0: this time it just confirmed them. Like, uh, you could have done a lot better with that. They're, they're so they're
1: so similar from the fir- from the first to the last. Like the only yeah. thing that gets different is that like maybe you have to reuse a ladder as a bridge one or two times. That happens
0: in the then the climax of this mechanic. Mm-hmm. The the final exam for this <laughs> thing is you have to use a ladder as a bridge. Yep. Um, it's 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 clown juice. Like it's fucking clown town. <laughs> Uh, I I just like it. Did you say
1: clown juice? No, you said clown (laughs) shoes. (laughs) I said
0: clown shoes and clown town. Mm. Clown juice, though, is is the next evolution.
1: (laughs) It's from clown juice, dude. (laughs) Uh. Oh, Jesus. So... Um but anyway we do this we carry uh or no we we don't even like we don't even no, have to just, like go get anything cool. they, have yeah. <laughs> they have to hype it up. they have to it up they have to establish no we just we just walk through shallow areas of this really you know kind of scummy water here um and we get inside um mm-hmm. and Tess is really really distraught to see that the uh, the fireflies that were supposed to rendezvous with them uh, were killed like this was supposed to be the destination we would we would get her out of the city and, and to the fireflies so they could continue the journey mm. no no uh, like that's dead. yeah that, that 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 is uh, uh scotched yeah yeah,
0: uh, so they find a map. Uh, so she's like, "We should continue the mission." Joel's like, "What the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. we were told to bring her here. Let's just go. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're we're smarter than this." Mm-hmm. And uh, and she says, "Like, no, we're shitty people. Yeah, you know, it's been that way for a long time. Like, we're monsters." Yeah, and he counters, "You know, no, we're survivors. Yeah, you know, we do monsterism to survive. It's okay." <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And Tess is like, "No, no, no. We have to do this. I'm not going back." Um, this is my last stop. You say, what does that mean? It turns out she was bit.
1: Yes. Uh, she was bit an hour ago. Uh, she's infected and, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless, you know, uh, I'm not going to be continuing. Maybe possibly, uh, you could fulfill my last wish and travel across the country with this girl. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, and, you know, she kind of, you know, leverages this relationship. Um, you know, uh, you know, he says like, well, you can take her to Tommy's. You know, Tommy and Tess used to roll with the fireflies. You have to take her all the way. Just get in touch with your brother. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, the military roll up um, and Tess is going to hold them off. So we uh, slow them down so we can get out. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't want to turn into a zombie. I've always thought that like if, let's say, you know, from a practical standpoint, yes, like I don't want to become a zombie because I'll hurt people. Mm -hmm. I have a curiosity as to what it's like. Yeah. A little bit. I got to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, um, but everybody in this game does not want to become one. I kind of get it.
1: I mean, I just I just a little bit. What well, what you want to do is, if you get bit, you have a friend. You can tr- okay. So this is our arrangement, Gary. If we end up okay. together in the post-apocalypse, one of us mm-hmm. gets bit. Um, we um, uh, chain the person who was bit up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, chain you to a radiator yep. or something, um, and then uh, we sit down. There's an audio recorder that you have. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and then the other person has a notebook and we chart yep. down the, uh, the experiences, uh, mm-hmm. and we take measures. Yeah. We, 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 catalog we do some what it's like to turn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, and then if it seems real horrendous, mm-hmm. then we die. Yeah. You know,
1: you know, if uh, you're like, lo- uh, you know, itchy, itchy, <laughs> need tasty, yeah. but kill Scott, yeah. kill Scott, please. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
0: kill Scott. Did you ever, uh, did you ever see day of the dead? yeah you know there's george romero i love huh? day of the dead because mm-hmm. like it's it's you know about that like they're doing the science yeah and they they uh they get the uh, bub the zombie <laughs> that is like he can speak and he starts like listening to music and stuff. so good like they start coming back mm-hmm. um yeah super yeah. cool to uh,
1: of it?
0: so yeah <laughs> uh so we're we're uh escaping mm-hmm. here stealth escaping through this museum um, as she fights them, we get our hunting rifle at this point, um, which is our long distance uh, weapon. Eventually, you can get a scope, as we mentioned, and it's loud. Um, we eventually get a long distance silenced weapon. Um, yeah, and this is good. Yeah,
1: good um, rifle. pretty tough. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. as uh, like you get the rifle, but there's not an awful lot of like room, especially to use it here inside the capital. Uh, there's mostly like mm-hmm. long hallways, uh, big galleries, things like that. But you're going up against the military. You're very much outmatched. Um, yeah. and they even like manage to get around behind you as well. Very tough, uh, kind of thing when you're trying to get out of this upstairs, upstairs kind of admin area. And they, they, mm-hmm. they flood in behind you as you run up against, uh, some patrols, uh, ahead of you.
0: Um, when you get out, uh, the subway behind the state house is loaded with spores. Ellie uh, does not need a mask
1: because mm-hmm. she's not
0: immune or cause she's immune.
1: I still wouldn't want to breathe that in and smell it. Like
0: it seems like probably not great. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it smells really good. Not possibly. That's how they spread. Mm. Like, ooh, there's a Cinnabon around this corner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so this is the first place where you have to do the uh, water pallet thing. You yeah. float a pallet over, Ellie jumps on, jumps on it, and then you carry her across. So this happens a million fucking times, and it sucks. Yep. Um, when you get back above ground, uh, Ellie apologizes about Tess, and Joel shuts her down. Mm-hmm. You know, don't talk about her. Don't talk about the past. I don't need to hear it. Yes. Because that's his hard manness. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plan is to go a few towns over because uh, they need a car uh, north of Boston uh, to find this guy who owes them a favor and get a car to drive to uh, Tommy's.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to like a really, I, I, I like Billstown quite a bit. This Me is too. a. I love Bill. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Like the, 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 there's good story stuff here, but also I think this is this is an interesting location and there's good play uh, to mm-hmm. be found yeah, in this Billstown. Is great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really, really good. Mm hmm.
1: So we're headed up to, it's a suburb of Boston called Lincoln, um, and Ellie is just kind of marveling uh, as you walk through just the the, the, the wooded area uh, in the outskirts there. You know, hasn't really seen this greenery. It's super pretty. There's a creek. There's a, a crane that you get to spot um, that flies mm-hmm.
0: away. Uh, Bill's position is marked off by some smoke. You know, this is kind of a, a continuing theme in this where you'll see something from far off and make your way. To it, um joel has never actually been here before he admits yeah um and this place is trapped this is the uh the ravenholm Mm -hmm. you know of uh of this this is that zombie trope
1: yeah uh like and this is demonstrated literally explosively a clicker uh spots us and starts running but then blows up yeah um and this does not surprise joel uh joel knows that uh that bill is uh an odd one uh yes. this is where we find my favorite weapon in the game the bow i love the bow the and bow is, is really is good, good bow this is uh, uh this is, 2013 was the year of the bow really mm-hmm. uh had this and then tomb raider uh that crisis game that had a that, that had a bow uh this is great it's long distance uh it is silent mm-hmm. And uh, there's a good chance that you're able to recover the uh, recover the ammunition uh, after and you. And if uh, a human should... is
0: unaware of you, it's a one hit kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, silent is the big thing. This is your only silent distance weapon. Yeah. Uh, that you can get ammo is a little scarce mm-hmm. for it, but you're using this to thin out the targets you can't get close to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, during the, uh, the the stealth portion of Love your it. encounters. Um, Ellie wants to use it, but Joel won't let her have a weapon. That's gonna, that's develop that's development for later, I reckon. <laughs> um, there, there are more, uh, tripwire sections. Sometimes we had to, uh, set them off ourselves, mm-hmm. of course. Um, until we get to a garage and we, you know, it does this like, uh, seamless kind of transition to a cutscene where we walk into the door. It looks like a regular animation, but we get, uh, trapped. We get lifted up in the air. Um, <laughs> with a counterweight. Uh, so we're now upside down as Ellie tries to uh, get us down and zombies come in yep. and we have to shoot with the revolver uh, here upside down. This is really cool. You mm-hmm. um, have unlimited ammo yeah, uh, and it's really tense. It's hard to aim. You're swaying back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is
1: a cool sequence. I like this quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Ellie gets close, you know, like it takes a couple of tries for her to, uh, for her to get you cut loose. Um, and really we're only saved, uh, when Bill shows up with his machete, Mm -hmm. I love Bill because he outgruffs Joel. He's like this heavy set, like full on survivalist, you know, the kind of person who would do this to a town.
0: (laughs) It's weird because his uh, the he's W Earl Brown, Mm -hmm. uh, is the, uh, the voice of him, uh, who is the guy from Dan Doherty from deadwood okay. and he looks exactly like dan doherty from deadwood. <laughs> and sounds like him so mm-hmm. like if you want to if you want more bill if you watch deadwood just <laughs> bill is al swearing's swearing's right hand man
1: it's it, it's funny uh, like when they when they do and do not do that because joel doesn't really look like troy baker um uh it's and kind like uh, gerard butler yeah, Gerard yeah Butler's a good uh a good comparison on that and like that but they but they did change um ellie's character model to look more like ashley johnson uh the initial like when they put this out there were comparisons elliot, but, page. Yeah, elliot page yeah. people are like hey this is it just looks looks a lot like them um yeah you know and uh they they, they made it look more like ashley so it's funny to just have this Straight up, just double of a character from a famous show come in.
0: <laughs> this should just be W. Earl Brown after the apocalypse.
1: Like, How are what he do you still after alive? Uh, uh, I yeah. survived.
0: <laughs> I reckon I survived. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we're in this like little running section here uh, to escape. This is fun. Until we get back to Bill's place, um, Ellie starts to introduce herself, and Bill handcuffs her in one move mm-hmm. uh, to a pipe and starts checking Joel for bites. Um, you you know, think he's going to get to Ellie and it's going to get real bad uh, Mm -hmm. here, but Ellie rips the pipe out and hits him and stops him. And everybody kind of (laughs) calms down eventually.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh, And Joel makes his ask, you know, figuring, Mm -hmm. Hey, Bill owes me a favor. That's not how Bill sees it. Uh, But Joel says, Hey, you know, I need a car. Um, And Ellie berates Bill. Um, Bill's pretty Mm -hmm. belligerent about this, but he just wants Joel out of his hair. So he agrees to help. Um, if they can get some car parts together to make something rotten, he knows where they can go, uh, get stuff. I love the relationship between Ellie and Bill. The fact yeah. that they're just yeah. constantly at each other's throats.
0: <laughs> yeah. They got off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Um, I also, I really love Bill and Joel where like, you know, we never find out what it is supposedly that that bill owes him for mm-hmm. but probably some dark shit
2: probably you know, yeah given that,
0: that joel you know was a monster prior to this mm-hmm. um you know and just like the, that kind of ambiguity about it is fun
1: yeah yeah uh uh bill also brings up tess you know saying like oh you know this firefly stuff that was tess's whole thing he never really went in with that um joel doesn't tell bill that tess is gone
0: yeah not until the end of the sequence i suppose yeah. um we go through uh, Bill's little house, his little armory, to load up uh, mm-hmm. because we're going to go through a town that's full of infected. Right. Um, this, you know, resupplies in this game feel good, mm-hmm. um, and there's, you know, again some theme dialogue. Uh, that happens where somebody just states the theme. Yep. Uh, Bill says, "As bad as those things are, they're predictable. It's the normal people that scare me. You, of all people, should know that. Uh, boy, just look at the camera." <laughs> say, some some say the state of this ember is that it's always dying, and it can never be rekindled, and that's its natural state. <laughs> you know, it just boy a little on the nose there, Bill.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. Sometimes I think that uh, the people that we should really be scared of are looks at the camera. The Last of Us.
0: Of us, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, extremely on the nose.
1: Oh man! Yeah. Uh, but Ellie asked Joel, like, why specifically he should uh, he should be distrustful? And then, no, nothing, no information. Yeah. Uh, we get to the uh, armory. Ellie tries to grab a gun, but Joel refuses. Um, probably like it, this is a little bit of like before times sensibility coming through, but just the idea mm-hmm. of like the last thing I need is for you, for you to shoot me in the head accidentally.
0: Yeah. Someone's been playing a lot of fallout one. <laughs> um, the, uh, and, uh, Bill, you know, is somebody who is fully cauterized to other people. Yeah. Um, at this point, uh, he tells a story about he had a partner, Uh, somebody he needed to protect and then realized that person would get him killed. So he went off on his own Um, really interesting thing with W Earl Brown. um, The script just said partner Mm -hmm. and W Earl Brown is the one who decided to make this his ex lover.
1: Mm -hmm. He he asked Um, like, so what does that mean? He talked to Neil Druckmann about it. He was like, and Neil was like, well, like, what do you think it means? And, and he just decided, yeah, no, that's, that's the context of partner that he's referring to.
0: Yeah, and it ends up getting a lot of pathos mm-hmm. in that. Like, I end up liking their relationship as little as we see of, of it. Yeah. You know? It's also great because it's like, this is a character who is gay, but bucks, like, every stereotype that you'd expect. It, and I'm not saying that that's, like, that <laughs> new for media. You mm-hmm. know, like, Sarah Silverman had her gay neighbors and stuff. Mm-hmm. There were big bear dudes. But video games are still not great at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and just having a character who... Uh, does not have immediate signifiers for homosexuality yeah. is good for games. Mm-hmm.
1: Someone who is coded as straight as possible. You know, it's, yeah. it's hard to, you know, it, it is hard in media to get much, much more coded straight than to be obsessed with military and survival stuff. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 So they do a good job. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, it's, it it is handled with a light touch until, until it's a fun joke. <laughs> yeah you
0: know yeah yeah uh so the uh ellie's kind of uh this is introducing her thieving yes. uh thing she steals from everywhere she's at mm-hmm. uh, um bill yells at her about it and then gives joel a shotgun and a nail bomb this uh as an upgrade shotgun is really good mm-hmm. in this game um and the nail bomb is also really good they act as proximity mine yeah uh,
1: pretty pretty <laughs> sophisticated are you th- are you throwing a little arduino in there Bud. yeah you, guys, you got a Raspberry Pi? <laughs> raspberry Pi, some nails, a can, and
0: some explosive. Uh, and that's how I get the, uh, this thing can run GBA games. And then also, if a clicker gets close to yeah. it nose to explode.
1: Yeah, no, it'll, it'll, it'll shred anything within 10 feet of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. It also a scum
0: VM. Um, uh, (laughs) It's just really, really funny uh, thing. But these end up being very useful because they're, you know, as we mentioned, enemies are going to try to corner you and flank you. There are a lot of times where you want to protect. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're monitoring a stealth situation, but you need to protect your back end. I placed a lot of these. Yeah. Just as kind of like an early warning, like, you know, if this is going to pop off, it's going to pop off on my terms. Mm Mm-hmm
1: yeah uh it's it's good it like the 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 ways in which the, these differ from Molotov cocktails are um useful and interesting from a play perspective mm-hmm. yeah um so the plan um is to go to this military convoy that was overrun by infected uh one of the trucks crashed into a nearby school uh we can get a fresh battery um you know and there's some sniping back and forth between ellie and bill because ellie's like can't we just take any one of these cars and bill lays out like oh all of their tires are rotted nobody's making fresh batteries like it's a really big deal yeah no uh, shit. E- yeah <laughs> like yeah, don't point my house and tell me how this is why, why did i think of this one thing that always kills me about post-apocalyptic media like this is that gasoline goes bad you know yeah. i i have several gas cans here at my house right mm-hmm. and you have to you have to rotate that uh quite frequently because it gets bad it gets uh go, it goes bad for uh, it'll mess with your engines like just it, it, if it sits around it doesn't work as well or at all anymore yeah. and the fact that 20 years later there are still people driving around in cars it's like okay so is the military refining gas like wouldn't that be the most precious thing in the entire world you obviously so. media needs to just proceed it can't answer every question and can't go uh like that but it's funny like how batteries behave like they ought to and then gasoline doesn't
0: <laughs> yeah Yep. yeah yep. um so uh we have to go get this battery and um, we go through this graveyard and some houses lots of clickers around here uh, this is cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, we get inside one of the houses and upstairs. There's a kid, uh, kid's bedroom mm-hmm. where we get another conversation with, uh, with Ellie. She tries to apologize again for what happened to Tess. Like she's trying to make a connection. Yeah. Um, and Joel's like, you don't need to worry about me.
1: Right. Which as hard as that is, or as cold as that is, as a step forward from, we don't talk, you know, you don't talk about her. You don't say that name. So yeah, at the very least, yeah. the, 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 things are thawing. um, mm-hmm. We get to the school, uh, and the yard is full of school buses, um, barricades, and runners. This is a very interesting space.
2: Yeah, this kind of turns
1: into like a cattle run kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I think I find this to be a tough combat encounter.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Once you get inside, uh, you just barely get inside and access the truck's hood. The battery's already been taken, so you have to escape through the school. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually leading to being trapped in the gymnasium with, uh, one of only a couple boss fights in this game. Yeah. Um, where you fight a bloater. Uh, these are big boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know a good strategy for these guys other than just use all my molotovs on them. Yeah.
1: <sighs> um, the, the... they
0: toss like spore bombs at you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the area effect on that is really wide. Uh, like this yeah. is, this is their grenade and it lingers quite a bit.
0: Yes. So area denial. They're also often with runners. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's pretty rare that you're just fighting one of these guys yeah. just as a one-on-one.
1: The thing that makes them really hard, like they're, they're occasionally, uh, and there's a tool tip to this effect, but, um, any infected that has been, um, infected for a while starts growing like fungal armor plates. Your regular ammunition doesn't really do much of anything to the bloaters. Uh, this is primarily what your, um, what your armor piercing upgrades are for.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and eventually the soldiers at the end, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but if you, if you are, if you haven't been willy nilly with your, uh, Molotovs, mm-hmm. not too bad. Yeah. Um, get out, you hop a fence and get into a house to kind of regroup. Joel and Bill's are arguing about the plan, but Bill stops because there's a body hanging in the living room and it turns out this is his old partner, Frank. Mm-hmm. So what a quinky dink. Um, you know, it makes kind of sense because Frank is the one who stole the battery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just where he happened to, uh, hole up afterwards proximity. It makes sense, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of a quinky dink. Yep. Um, and Bill's really upset yeah. about this. Um, you know, he even just says like, you know, Frank probably has some stuff and you can find like a letter that Frank wrote to Bill, Yeah. you know, basically just, uh, you're a cantankerous old fuck and you n- you never had any ambition. So I had to get mm-hmm. out of here. Like Bill just wants to hang out with his traps, Mm-hmm. Uh, and be protected and live that
1: life. yes, alone. Frank says I want more from life than this and you could never you could never get that. So yeah they split up yeah. and shared the town for a little bit, but it became too much for Frank. Um, yeah. All of this is kind of uh, cut off when you hear the uh, the the car trying to turn over. Ellie has gone out and um, is trying to uh, get the truck started. Uh, the battery is drained, but it is at the, at the very least, you know, um, chugging, right? So we can push start it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so Ellie steers, we push it, and this is a thing where we just push it for a little while, and then uh, bat, you know, infected pop out, we have to kill. Yes. And then we push it some more, and infected pop out, we have to kill them, uh, etc., until eventually the uh, the car starts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we jump in the back, we drive for a little while, and eventually, you know, we're given the the, the truck um you know joel says sorry about uh frank you know and he does it in his his joel way like that, that's a hell of a thing yeah. um and you know uh bill says that they're square and gives him a siphon mm-hmm. and that's the last we uh see of bill yeah um this is our little cutscene scene here uh ellie and joel uh riding in the rain um she took a comic from bill and she's frustrated because it has a cliffhanger ending. This kind of introduces a collectible mm-hmm. to the game. Uh, if you're looking for trophies or whatever, you can find all the comics Yes. Uh, here. And like uh, anything, of course, the comics are a thinly veiled version of this story. If mm-hmm. You can read the back and the, the premise of them.
1: <laughs> Endure and survive. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she also stole uh, some porno from Bill.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, which uh, she remarks about the size of the model's penis. Um, Mm -hmm. And then jokes about the uh, the pages being stuck together, which makes Joel very uncomfortable because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to have to describe that that is Bill's cum. Um, well, and
0: it's also very it happens all the time in media but I'm always like who are these messy ass masturbators who are like are are, are they splashing on the subject on purpose or is it like is it just like everywhere like like a fucking like kitchen follies? Like, like Tim's kitchen tips like why, why is it getting everywhere why are the pages sticky you hold it in one hand and you jerk it with the other you know it's not that hard you can hold it a little bit far like what is your spray radius like the spread on your fucking shotgun i I picture it
1: something like uh you know you know uh when Maude lebowski does her painting by being uh (laughs) (laughs) i picture it like that
0: you just leave the porn on the floor and then you go back and forth on a swing and just whenever your eyes happen to line up with the porn you jerk a little bit Uh and eventually you just pollock the whole floor you know yeah. Like, Precisely. I, 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 you get it. The, I don't, the, the sticky the sticky pages thing has always been so dumb to me. Yeah. Somebody needs to teach these brings these people to masturbation school. <laughs> Like it's one of the things you never get taught about. Like it's, well, yeah, no, you know, it, like the same it, people like come on panties thing. or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to dominate this copy of stud, uh, um, you know, like, but you know, like people will be like, oh, here's a here's a dress, I'm gonna come on to it. Yeah, and it has yeah. totemic value. The idea of applying that to a picture is real weird to me.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, you know, so.
1: Yep. Yeah, but uh, but you know it, we taught
0: Bill how to masturbate. <laughs> w. Earl Brown should ask Druckman about that. Yeah, the <laughs> teaches fella how to masturbate.
1: <laughs> what, what, what kind of muzzle think? velocity we get? Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: do you think so? Yeah. Uh, what a genius! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, God,
1: so, fucking, this is a dumb show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 conservatively a quarter through this game. Yep. Uh, God damn it
1: it'll 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 speed up like oh oh, yeah i suppose Uh, so so anyway uh but ellie is just doing this to make to make joel uncomfortable so
0: yeah uh she's having fun Mm mm-hmm this like oh this you'll like this he's like oh that's even a little bit before my time mm-hmm. um you know they're bonding a little bit which yeah. I, like you do on a road trip like yeah. it'd be really hard to spend this entire time just being like don't talk <laughs> um the a fateful decision a big fateful mistake here happens uh when they get up to this road that's jammed to pittsburgh ring low on sup- supplies and joel's like fuck it i'm gonna go to surface streets of the city
1: yes huge uh, mistake.
0: not good load-bearing mistake because mm-hmm. um,
1: Pittsburgh is crawling with hunters. Hunters being Mm -hmm. this, you know, universe's version of bandits. Yes, raiders.
0: Um, A guy comes out clutching his stomach in the middle of the street. He's like, "Are we gonna stop this?" And I, you know, again, really good, you know, performance here. I love Joel's; like he's not even hurt. Yeah, Uh, and just plows through it. This is an ambush. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as they're trying to uh, take out what they call tourists to uh, to steal their supplies. Um, rolling rolling RV rams the side of their truck, destroying their truck, sending them into a uh, building, and setting off the longest stretch of gameplay in the game.
1: Yeah, this is a this
0: is um, a really really long chapter. <laughs> this is like the bulk of the game. Yeah, uh, is is Pittsburgh, and it's like pretty good. Like I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. complaining. It just, in terms of pacing, you spend a lot of time with this.
1: Yeah, uh, spend a lot of time here around. I mean, like there's no real like v- villain. Like the, the 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 story here is not really traditionally told. Like, it's this loosely amalgamated group of people who are predatory, right? Like, you know, one of the Humvee, (laughs) one of the one of the first uh, uh, kind of little set pieces that you go through uh, is like the processing place. It's like body storage. And you see these like piles of shoes and possessions, which, yeah, that's pretty well observed. Like you probably, you know, nobody is making new shoes. Like, that's not a yeah. skill that we have really preserved. So if somebody rolls through with some fresh Nikes, you know, you're going to want to take that and catalog it.
0: Yeah, There's a, this reminded me, um, the big pile of shoes reminded me of a really great, uh, there's like an iOS version of um, a bunch of these solo Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. campaign games uh they use simplified mechanics but it's basically choose your own adventure mm. on your phone um and uh in the first one you're you know in a town with a secret et cetera. Et cetera. and the way you find this is you find a uh, hatch under your bed and you look down there and there's just like hundreds of suitcases no. empty suitcases under there like in a big like <laughs> basement pit yeah. like that is such a cool scary image <laughs> like oh shit
1: yeah but wait, why is um, there a pile of neckties here in this gymnasium? <laughs> yeah,
0: it doesn't seem great. No. Um, this is where we get our smoke bomb. Uh, this is our, our final type of bomb uh, here. This also acts as a stun grenade. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really good. This is to cover you changing cover. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, these are really great.
1: Yeah. Um, um, and
0: we push through this living quarters. Ellie says, like, how did you know that was an ambush? And he's like, you know, well, you know, I've I've been on both sides of that. Yes. Uh, and she says, So you killed all innocent people, huh? And you say, uh, You know, you think what you
1: want, yeah. basically. You draw your own conclusion. Terrible yeah. person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the sheer number of people you set on fire uh, in this also falls into Not the... to get all Yoko Taro with it, but like you do just set a lot of people on fire while they're alive. Yep. In this. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, so the way out of the city is this uh, is this yellow bridge, you know, prominent on the horizon. Uh, but the uh, uh, what stands in between you is this defunct military zone. Like in all of these major cities, they set up quarantines, and one by one, they failed.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is you know, having you go through a failed one of these is good after you go through Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it is uh, it's it's nice that you uh, get to see you know, why that's an unsustainable model.
1: Yes. You yeah. know, also, you know, not really, you're not going to win a lot of hearts and minds because the military would kill whoever they didn't let in because, and this is probably important, de- important detail. Only the still living can be infected. Right. Yes. So if they're at their population cap, you can't have people waiting around outside the gates, just waiting to turn. No, you need to kill them.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, so we uh, do this little fight in the bookstore and we find out that the uh, the hunters have a military vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a specific Humvee here. Uh, we can find notes explaining this. Like they tried to get other, like tanks working, nothing worked except they got this Humvee with a, a machine gun, an armored machine gun, mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Uh, here, um, clear out some some floors to get this elevator shaft. Joel lifts Ellie up to a higher floor, but the uh, car cuts loose and we get dropped into a flooded basement. Yes. Um, so this is one of the, the solo parts of this game. We're trying to reunite with Ellie. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of the more uh, kind of first explicit horror sections.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because this is a building that has only been partially cleared uh, by the uh, by the patrols. Um, mm-hmm. So you get down here and everything below the surface um, has been uh, has been taken over.
0: Yeah, the, the game very mercifully never has anything attack you in water.
1: Yes. That would be... uh, you spend
0: a lot of time in water and in waist deep water, mm-hmm. and uh, you're safe when
1: you're in water. Yes. Yeah. You do a little bit of navigation. Like a gate is closed, uh, but then you, all you have to do is like hop into the water and then swim down one floor, and yeah. uh, it, it, the, the the gate down there is open uh, for you to get ahead. It's real simple navigation I mean, can... stuff like that.
0: Yeah. If you can drown, it never happened to me. Right. So, uh, I'm sure you can. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of runners down here, uh, and we have to like turn on a generator. We're just kind of, you know, combat against zombies to mix up our combat with humans. Mm-hmm. You,
1: know? yeah. you emerge, uh, uh, into the, uh, restaurant of this hotel, um, and a hunter mm-hmm. pins Joel down, uh, in this pool of water. Uh, this is, you know, controlled helplessness. Like there is a QTE where you're smashing a button, trying to struggle, trying to reach for mm-hmm. a gun. Uh, but uh mm-hmm. it is you're not you're not able, not able to win it. Uh just as it looks like you're about to be shot, um Ellie comes in and uh shoots him in the head point blank. Uh, yeah. and this is her first kill.
0: Yep. Uh she feels really sick about it and Joel is not happy with her. He doesn't yeah. comfort her. He's just like, you know, she's like, Hey, how about a thank you? You know, aren't you glad? You know, hey, it was him or me. He's like, Well, I'm just glad, you know, a, a little girl didn't shoot me in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. You know, which is basically what what he imagines would happen. Right. Um, you escape the building uh, through this ballroom, ending up in the scaffolding that overlooks the street, and it's full of hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to take this out. So Joel grabs a rifle, and because she's killed, he's like, "Here, you know, you can <laughs> cover me while I do this." Um, this is actually a cheat. Mm-hmm. This area, uh, you cannot stealth your right way through this, because narratively she kills somebody. Yes. So if you get to the end of this and you know, you're doing really well it will kind of keep spawning guys until mm-hmm. you get seen um it's really cheap yeah like i was doing really well and i'm like how many fucking these guys are there? <laughs> like why, won't, why can't i move forward and they just keep teleporting in until right you know you break stealth mm-hmm.
1: yeah um but this uh, is where she gets her uh gets her rifle kill um, mm-hmm. we go out onto the streets and we have to avoid this, uh, this Humvee, uh, which has a turret on the top. It's not just a big truck, like, you know, yeah. with a bunch of dudes in it. Uh, but you have to do this while you're winding through some businesses. Uh, I like this cause you're going not just through the, um, you know, the, the uh, store on the bottom, but you're also like winding through the apartments up top.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, when you eventually get into an apartment, a man attacks you. Uh, we think he is, uh, one of these hunters. Um, Ellie calls him off. He's not. Uh, he has a kid with them. There's a real clever little bit where you found a note earlier mm-hmm. where they talk about tourists and one of them going around a guy with a kid and you think that he they're referring to you. Yeah. But they're actually referring uh to Henry and Sam here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um there's also really great like dialogue and performances here where like Henry's like, You hit pretty hard. And he's like, Well I was. We're trying to kill him.
2: <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> Shit,
1: man. <laughs> um but,
0: but this yeah. is uh, we got friends mm-hmm. now.
1: These are these are other uh, other survivors like they're not mm-hmm. looking around trying to take tourist shoes. No, it's 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 Henry um, and his mm-hmm. younger brother, um, Sam. Uh, so mm-hmm. not exactly the father father son relationship kind of thing, but definitely Henry it takes a lot of responsibility and will do anything to, pro- anything to protect Sam as we will uh, yeah. see. Um, and Ellie, of course, uh, blurts out and volunteers like, hey, let's work together uh to help the, to mm-hmm. help um Sam and Henry reunite with their group and Joel's like uh, yeah. fuck <laughs> run this by me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we should talk about this. Uh but they do they do team up. Uh you pass through a toy store. Um Sam picks up a, a little robot toy and Henry stops him. Mm-hmm. Like we don't take things that we don't need. Um you know, even though <laughs> your pack is almost empty. You right. Can't take it.
1: Yeah. We don't they eventually
0: steal. get to their uh their their home base where they've been for a couple days. Mhm they got blueberries. Um, (laughs) And basically, uh, you know, Joel is like, why haven't you left yet? Why are you still here? And he's basically been getting the nerve uh, to try to make it over the bridge at night. He's been Mm -hmm. observing this checkpoint at the bridge. And there's a skeleton crew at night. With the four of them, uh, they can make it. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And he also reveals he's also looking for the uh, fireflies. He wants to join
1: up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, say, hey, that's coincidence. We can travel together. We can rely on each other. Uh, the immediate plan, there's this radio tower that is outside the city uh, where the group is supposed to meet tomorrow morning. So we make our we make our move tonight.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, this is real cool. Uh, he's going to go to this, you know, as you mentioned, this radio tower. Um, we have to go through this checkpoint um, and avoid this kind of searchlight that's going through. They're looking for clickers and they're going to continue. They're going to be like, you know, There he is. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about a clicker, and you think they're it's one of your group. Like, this is really tense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Good.
0: Um, As you're escaping, like, I got caught, and Mm -hmm. I was fighting them off. As I was escaping, um, we use a ladder to get on this uh, truck to get out. Um, The ladder breaks. So Ellie is up, but Joel cannot get up. And uh, Henry looks and says, like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We got to go. We have to take this opportunity. Yeah. And they run.
1: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. leaving Joel and Ellie behind. And Ellie's like, fuck this, and she jumps down. Because, well, no, we're going to stick together. Um, and we have to work our own way along the bridge. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a two-level bridge. We're forced down on the lower level uh, because of the patrols and stuff. Uh, the, low, the lower level is collapsed, right? And we are pinned. <laughs> so, like, all right, uh, I Joel is trying to figure out what our next move is uh ellie decides to force the issue saying like all right well you know that i can't swim so if i jump you're going to have to come in after me so let's do it she jumps um and joel goes in after her grabs a hold of her and then we cut when uh joel slams into some rocks mm-hmm. uh so we get a time skip here uh does the cut and uh joel wakes up on the riverbank with ellie uh and henry and sam are here <laughs> and joel mm-hmm. not too pleased uh, is about to kill henry um and henry raises a good point asking joel hey in my situation would you have you know if if things were turned around would you have acted any differently right yeah you you would have left me don't kill me for leaving you also hey who do you think fished you out of that river
0: yeah i fucking saved you dude Mm -hmm. you know and ellie's like yeah he he
1: did.
0: Uh, so we do a little you know we're just doing a walk and talk uh here there's a ship on the beach um, that we get to uh, kind of raid, um, where a guy tried to survive out in the ocean, but he had to come back when he ran out of supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a note he says, "If you find my skeleton, please don't step on my skull." <laughs> uh, very, very good. Um, the uh, and we continue forward until we find this uh, stu- sewer, gra- sewer drain, sewer mm-hmm. drain uh, for the storm sewer, um, which we we get into and we find this little community. Um, this is a great part mm-hmm. seeing this like sewer community that kind of put themselves together and worked for a while. Yeah. Is
1: really neat. Yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. eventually taken over by the infected, but they had I mean, they had stuff far enough along to have like nurseries and classrooms and stuff. Like the yeah, first indi-
0: rain catchers and shit.
1: Yeah. The first indication that anything was wrong or the the, the first indication uh that you know that you're coming out a community is like, oh, there's a mural here. Like kids mm-hmm. they gave kids paint and said hey go ahead and go ahead and draw a scene and they and they did so you yeah. know to go from pittsburgh where you know hunters don't have kids to a place that actually cares about giving kids a childhood uh is a pretty big deal unfortunately it didn't yeah. work out which is what we're going to see
0: this is real tragic and bleak this is yeah. this is the area where you're picking up a lot of notes and joel is going jesus yeah after you put him down um <laughs> you know moving through this thing they ended up mercy killing all the kids there's like graffiti that's just like they didn't suffer yeah, uh, that's dark. Yep. Um, and we end up there's a trap here that's very Dungeons and Dragonsy. Uh, <laughs> that is not designed to to do anything except separate the party.
1: Yep. Um,
0: and you do a kid swap, like you uh-huh. appear on CBS's Kid Swap for a second, so we get to see what Joel and Sam are like together. Yeah, uh, that's pretty know? similar. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty similar kid, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. basic kid. Yeah. <laughs> Can also uh- grab ladders. Yep don't know if he knows how to swim
1: yeah didn't didn't run into that no you did you do uh joel is the only one who uh jumps in and does the swimming yeah
0: hmm. oh yeah well shit yeah, no. yeah. kids can't swim which yeah. makes sense like who's teaching kids to swim in the post-apocalypse
1: yeah and then not not um, a lot of like recreation time probably yeah yeah uh you do find a new weapon here the shorty shotgun uh this mm-hmm. is really limited by the you know by the clip size you can only fire two you know yeah it's like a little saw uh, but it takes uh, a pistol
0: pistol slot it's what mm-hmm. it's one of the the pistols so at this point it's welcome because in your pistol zone you have the revolver and this if you have the second uh holster
1: yes yeah um but yeah we end up fighting just a ton of clickers and runners um in rooms that were obviously important we have like kitchens water storage uh you know like you said the rain catchers and stuff it's pretty bad uh but we, we actually, do
0: oh, just real quick just because I, so we don't get added uh, a lot of the dudes, some of the monsters we find here are stalkers,
3: yes. Uh, which is
0: a weird third type that barely ever comes up, mm-hmm. and they don't look different, right? Um, and they're like a hybrid between a clicker and a stalker, and I think they should have been cut from the game. Yeah, uh, they, you know they don't really add very much. Mm-hmm. I just don't want anyone to be like, uh, actually watch out for fireballs. Those were stalkers. <laughs> yes, they show up here and in the DLC. Yeah, um, they're they're
1: they're, they're, really they're like runners that go on patrol, and sometimes they have the uh, the armor plates on them. Yeah. yeah and
0: they can hide
1: mm-hmm. like they can take cover which yeah. is real
0: weird um there's not much to them
1: right yeah so. uh worth you know anytime we cannot not get at it is good yes <laughs> so, agreed yeah uh but we reunite with a huge trail of infected coming after us. Uh, we get to this office, uh, which, you know, is uh, has an exit under the surface, but the main door is blocked. Like, so we need to have the kids go out through this window while Henry and Joel um, fight off, um, you know, fight with their backs to the wall, right?
0: hmm Yeah. Um, so this is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, once we get outside of the sewer office... Um we see that uh somebody's put a pot machine in front of the door and wrote warning don't go inside infected.
2: <laughs> don't
0: go nice inside. Yeah. Yeah. Well shit, I was inside. Yeah. I am the great clown inside.
1: <laughs> they, they, they they didn't put they didn't put a warning on the other exit or on the other entrance. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. they really had a lot on their mind. Oh yeah, you know, um, having killed all those kids. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: um i love this section i love this uh suburbs mm-hmm. section this is really fun like interior exploration yeah um you know lots of like fun houses to ransack um there's like a little bit where there's some dogs yeah uh and joel has to be like hey dogs are different mm-hmm. outside the zone you know um the fireflies used stop right here yeah we see this um and uh henry's like you know i'm, I'm glad that we're teaming up yeah, uh, and this is how you know they're going to die
1: soon. Because <laughs> like so, uh, everything will be good from this point forward. Mm-hmm. I can retire from Skylar. Those...
0: <laughs> I can't see anything bad happening in this house. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, uh. Uh, we reach the, the the centerpiece of the suburb section. There's this huge lane of houses, and when we drop down, uh, somebody takes a shot at us. There is a, uh, a sniper's nest at the far end, uh, kind of at the end of the street. Um, and everybody stays behind except for Joel, who needs to sneak up and take out the sniper. Uh,
0: this this has a lot of mechanical wrinkles and jank mm-hmm. uh, to it. Um, when you if you go into a house on the side, the sniper yells out and it just spawns a bunch of hunters yep. to to harass you. So you're meant to stay in the middle. Like this is very uh, prescribed uh, in a way that's really obnoxious. Um, mm-hmm. I kept waiting for the sniper to shoot and then trying to counter shot. Yep. where he would be can't do it. um the the characters even spawn until you get in the house like they have a way they want this to be yeah um you can't i was like trying to throw uh, molotovs up there and i was like landing in the nest mm-hmm. uh nothing happens though
1: Yeah, i was playing um, this on new game plus my rifle already had a had a scope on it i was like okay what if i counter snipe them no like it's literally just a gun that shoots
0: yeah it's it's a it's a, it's a weird terminator gun <laughs> uh it's a, it's a talking turret um, so th- this is, this is pretty lame. And I remember it feeling lame the first time I did it too. Yeah. Um, it's like a fun sequence, but mm-hmm. it's an annoying how, how. If you, if you, is. if you
1: try at all to push at the edge of it, then you don't. It's it, it, yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah. fall apart.
0: Um, you get out to the sniper and you uh, have to protect your crew as they're running towards the house. So you're the, the snipey has become the sniper, uh, <laughs> until eventually the, the tank shows up the, uh, the Humvee, the armored Humvee. <laughs> shows up and it's uh, pinning your group. You can't really take it out. Uh, it's bulletproof, uh, so you have to defend them from hunters until the driver of the tank pops up to throw a Molotov, mm-hmm. and you hit him, and he drops the Molotov inside his tank.
1: Yes, killing the boss, <laughs> killing mm-hmm. killing Bowser for this zone. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but all of this noise uh, from the uh, from the fight has brought a whole shitload of runners and clickers in, so you have to um, uh, shoot shoot them to you know to save your mm-hmm. people as well this is the, it's a lot of like tables turning and then turning again and then turning again as this escalates yes.
0: yeah uh you eventually you're getting to the uh the the rendezvous point or whatever mm-hmm. and some time has passed it's implied to be more than a day because uh henry's like i'm not sure my friends are coming mm-hmm. i'm here as you're eating um this is, you know, mark me a cynic or whatever. Uh, I find this dialogue hilarious <laughs> where, like, Joel is talking about renting Harleys and Henry being like, man, driving a Harley. It's the one thing I wish I could do before I die. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. And then immediately dies. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud uh, yeah. at this, knowing what was coming. Like just, man, I can't wait to retire. I got a boat, the SS irony. I'm going <laughs> to sail it around the keys. and
1: Yeah. Like, you know, We're, we're going to go. Well, it, it, when we put down the crop, we're going to be there to pull that crop up. And there will be rabbits. It'll be nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just really like the performances and everything are really good. It's yeah. just so transparent. What's going to happen I <laughs> uh, hear.
1: Oh, man. Uh, a little bit more interesting uh, or a little bit less, mm-hmm. uh, less transparent uh, is Ellie and Sam, uh, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, Sam has gone to this other part of the house and. Um, and sam is really surly like he's showing you know and just now that we're out of a crisis he's actually kind of showing how he feels about the relationship that he has with his older brother he hates how henry treats him um you know we, we we saw we saw henry yell at him yell at him about the about the robot but like this is a way that the protective relationship could go wrong sam has not been allowed to actually be a person
0: uh well and that's especially tragic because he's doomed Yes. You know, maybe this is the kind of thing this is brought into sharp relief. Yeah. Um, they have this, kind of, you know, whether there's a heaven, mm-hmm. uh, and Sam specifically says like, what do you think happens to people when they're infected? I think that they're still alive in there, mm-hmm. uh, which is real scary. Like, an I have no mouth scenario. Yeah. Um, and especially ironic talking to Ellie who is infected and still has her mind,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, and she gives him a toy robot. She's like, Hey, I, I stole this for you. Um, if he doesn't know about it, he can't take it from you. Yeah. Um and uh she leaves, he throws it on the ground and then looks to see that he has been bitten and he's hiding it from his uh his group mm-hmm. to check off that zombie cliche. Yeah.
1: Uh the next morning, Sam has not come down for breakfast. Ellie goes in and Sam is standing in the middle of the room twitching. Uh he's turned overnight. And yeah. this gets to like the mid-game climax. We're about like halfway through the main game right now um Mm -hmm. where there's this big you know confrontation uh joel wants to shoot sam and henry stops him from doing that um i i didn't notice who actually does the shot on 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 sam to kill him it's henry it's henry okay yeah
0: yeah uh because he he specifically says like what i do what Mm -hmm. did i just do yeah and stuff uh and then suicides himself yeah uh for killing his, his brother doing that cliche um, this is sad. These are fun characters and it was nice to have people to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, in a world that's hot, that's this hostile, like running into people that aren't trying to cannibalize or harvest you
3: yep. is,
0: is pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this is a nice moment. Like I was making fun of his like, man, I'd love to write a Harley thing, mm-hmm. but it is, you know, it's nice. It's yeah. emotionally affecting. Very much so. Um, we get a, a hard cut to black and we're in the shortest season of uh, of the game fall.
1: Yes. Um, and we've crossed m- most of the country <laughs> so mm-hmm. we we ended in Pittsburgh and now we're in Wyoming uh, like yeah. this starts right as we cross uh into Jackson County um and it's remarkable how much easier the relationship between Joel and Ellie is now like they're talking yeah. they're open uh Joel is willing to share you know a little bit more about his falling out with Tommy right you know
0: was something that this game does really well, I think that I noticed this play through that I didn't notice last time is that uh there are specific moments that where they show their relationship developing, but more work than I remembered happens in these these cuts mm-hmm. and it reminded me of showing keyframes in animation, yeah, like we get like keyframes of the relationship mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of the stuff happens in between, um and the the moments they chose to focus in on do the the shorthand, yeah to make it feel natural. Like they do a really good job of choosing what to show and what not to show or what to imply.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, we arrive at a hydroelectric dam. Um, I love this back and forth about, um, you know, he's like, he knows what it is, but he doesn't know how it works. Yeah. You know, (laughs) uh, you know, and that, that's very relatable. Yeah. Um, there, uh, do some more palette bullshit. Uh, you know, some bridge stuff. This sucks Yeah. until we get to the end. Ellie gives you a high five, uh, it's a prompt, so theoretically mm-hmm. you could deny her, which I can't imagine doing. But <laughs> come on, Don't leave her Come on, dude. Yeah, you could probably... <laughs> She's still there. This is the... if you if you leave her hanging, the rest of the game doesn't continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just after the credits, just comes back. There's a skeleton.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: still in ske-
1: high five ske- position. Ske- a skeleton. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Oh fuck! Hmm. But it's uh, super satisfying. Like, hey, you know, hit me five. Like crossing the high five barrier with somebody. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, big deal, mm-hmm. big, big step in a, in a platonic
0: relationship. Yeah, a father and a father daughter relationship. <laughs>
1: um,
0: we go through, uh, the plant itself. Um, we get a new gun, uh, which is our scoped magnum called the El Diablo. <laughs> uh, the, the first kind of break from reality gun
1: yeah. we're going to get.
0: Um, you know, I, I, imagine there probably are scoped magnums in real life, but it definitely seems like more of a fallout thing.
1: It's a, it's a thing that like, you see it in like Resident Evil games. I do not understand what the, uh it's a, it's a handgun. It's meant to be used at yeah, know. yeah.
0: Like, are you putting that up to your eye? and then how is the how is the knockback not like knocking out your fucking eye? You don't have a shoulder stock on it. You're not like you know, yeah like, what are you doing with that thing?
1: Yeah, so are you holding it at, at like arm's length? like, yeah, I don't know like yeah i' I' very I've, weird. I've seen that in gun stores. It just kind of seems like tactic tactic lol kind of stuff well the, yeah. the
0: uh, I remember my first uh, one of my first encounters with a, with an actual gun was I had a roommate. Uh, who had a bunch of guns, a guy named Steve who had lots of guns and lots of turtles. <laughs> uh, and we, t- I told roommates or stories about that guy before he was the guy who, uh, kids came up and started throwing things at the house. And then he came out and fired his gun into the ground a bunch of times. And then the police came to talk to him and he made friends with them. And there was like, went out shooting with them. Cool. Uh, Cause DeKalb, Illinois, but he had a, uh, a shotgun with a scope. And, like, I'm like, I've played enough video games to know that's stupid.
1: Like, you know? a, a, sh- a shotgun can, like, fire a slug. Like, you, there are different kinds of no, shotguns you, you can put you can fire put in. a big bullet. Yeah. But
0: it's not, like, it's it's not a long-range
1: yeah, kind of
0: weapon. Like, I know it, it's theoretically possible, but it just feels <laughs> like it it covers a lot of ground that it, yeah. is covered by other weapons.
1: Right. Yeah. It's a, Again, there's the idea of something being tactical. Yeah. Uh, just you—you yeah. you, you really don't need the laser sight on that, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah, real silly. <laughs> Another weird thing about the El Diablo—it's it, like it's modeled as a revolver, but it only like has one it holds one, one shot.
0: <laughs> and you can upgrade to hold three.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's very funny.
1: Which that like that's not how that works at all. No, yeah. I'm
0: I'm a tinkerer that's got enough to make more bullets fit in it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's just a balance thing, but it, it's silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you try to open the gates and people draw rifles on you, you know, you assume this is going to be more hunters or whatever, but this is actually Tommy's group Mm -hmm. and Tommy, you know, stops them from shooting. He's
1: my Um, damn brother. uh, Yeah.
0: Brother and brother reunion. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and Tommy and his wife, Maria, they keep, uh, they keep things running in Jackson uh, they're here trying to get the turbines back in order because we have electricity. We're the only we're the only city that has electricity that is not under oppression by the military. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> they're doing it. Yeah, um, they have horses. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: Ellie's really excited to to see that they have horses and ride them. Um, you know, she says a soldier back in Boston taught her how to ride, so it's cool. You know, kids like horses. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and. You know, you're trying to tell him, you know, you need to talk because your your plan at this point is to dump him, dump Ellie off on Tommy. Yeah. You finish this game for me.
3: <laughs> um,
0: you know, so uh, he's like, well, hey, I go check the turbines. We'll talk after that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Joel will go with him, you know, mm-hmm. so they they, yeah. they 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 stop by the bunks um, and Tommy says, hey, I've got something for you. Uh, and he tries to give Joel a uh, painful reminder of his past because he had gone back mm-hmm. to Texas to get, you know, to get some stuff most of it was gone, but, you know, the sentimental things were still there. Uh, Tommy wants to give Joel a picture of, of, of him and Sarah. Uh, like, yeah. it's her like, you know, happy with the trophy like they're celebrating. Um, yeah. And Joel World refuses. the most immortal
0: daughter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, call me off guard. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. That totally you make no damn sense, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs>
1: oh uh, well, people should know that uh, d- d- joel, joel, joel refuses uh which yeah it it's it, it's really shows how fresh the 20 years, still is for
0: him 20 years yes yeah. come on dude yeah uh pretty ridiculous um and we're, we're kind of getting a little bit of the tension here yeah you know tommy resents joel you know for what they had to do mm-hmm. you know after the outbreak uh you know he's like i still have nightmares about the things we had to do and he's like well you know i made i made sure we lived. And He's like I wish we didn't. Yeah. You know. Uh so they were you know implied to just be murdering, you know, innocent people and children and stuff. Yeah. Uh to survive. Um as you're walking through here to the turbine, um the uh you're just going through like cover zones.
1: Yep. <laughs> like there's
0: just hallways where people have placed like multiple little barracks of cover on the way. Uh-huh. So you have to zigzag when you naturally walk.
3: Uh-huh. Uh very funny. Yeah.
0: Um the dam gets attacked An alarm pops off and we have to fight our way back. Right. Um, the Raiders uh, have attacked and you, you, a lot of the people in this settlement, like get lost, you know, get killed. Mm -hmm. Um, as you kind of do your first like team fight, like you have a bunch of people on your side here.
1: Yeah. It's just hilarious. Why would you attack a dam? I mean, like, yeah, yes, to take control of it, but like, let's kill all the people who know how to run this dam.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, they just got to figure there's going to be like fantastic there to like teach them. Um, the
1: uh he has a theoretical degree yeah yeah he has a (laughs)
0: theoretical degree in dams um the uh you get back to the um the offices and tommy sees how joel interacts with ellie and sees how much it means to him so he has a change of heart um we cut back to him arguing with maria and maria's like basically like i don't want to be one of those widows you know and Mm -hmm. they imply they talk about the town we haven't seen it yeah but they say there's a town nearby as well that's where all the wives and children are
1: yeah, I mean, um, like, the the, the, the the this is the, the town is Jackson. Like, they came out here, yeah. like, on a mission. They've been here for a few days, like, to get the power back on for, for them, yeah. you know, so they can watch movies and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, which, you know, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they're arguing, Ellie says, is that about us? And Joel's like, you know, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Uh, so she walks away and ends up running away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tommy, you know, tells his wife, like, hey, I'm going on a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm doing this. I have to do this. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, Joel is really relieved, but they can't find Ellie.
1: Yeah. Uh, it
0: turns out she took a horse and rode off on her own.
1: Yeah. So we got to go find her. And we ride out. Horse time. Yeah. Horse time. Riding uh, riding the old the old flesh and bone car. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, we're uh, uh, going along these overgrown roads following the hoof tracks. Uh, until we get to a bandit outpost that I guess she just passed through that incident. No idea. No idea.
0: Uh, we had to get through this. This is just teaching us there are still bandits in play. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to our rancher mansion. it I, uh, I want to live a in this place. Six bedroom mansion. Fucking. Like, it's like, yeah. I I kept feeling like that. Like every time I got to a bedroom, it would reveal another bedroom.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. like some kind of
0: M C Escher like <laughs> rushing nesting, uh-huh. bed- bedrooms. Like so many Man- bedrooms in this Man- place.
1: Manifold ranch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My father's ranch has many bedrooms. Um, we eventually find Ellie. Uh, upstairs and she's looking at a kid's book kind of scoffing and she's upset because uh she overheard you know Uh, she doesn't want to be left behind
1: no yeah like yeah i've I've lost everybody you know yeah um and ellie kind of kind of makes makes a stab and says you know like Joel, like what are you afraid of you know like i'm afraid of being left behind because everybody's dead or they've or they've abandoned me you know what are you afraid of you know because i'm not like sarah and saying yeah. Joel's dead daughter's name is too much. You know, you're treading on mighty thin ice here. Like, yeah. you know, don't don't break something that, you, that you'll that you regret, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, and because Joel is the the main character of his universe, he's like, you don't even know what loss is.
1: Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> like...
0: she, she corrects him. You know, that's a horrible <laughs> thing to say. But also, she doesn't know very much about uh, Ellie's life. And she's gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's like, you know, I have lost everyone except for you. And the truth is, like, if I went with Tommy, I would just be more scared and hurt. Yeah. Um. You know, not that Tommy would do a worse job, but just because I don't, you know, I would lose you and I don't trust him.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, and like this, this would go, this would go on, um. except there's noise downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, Tommy runs up and hunters have arrived because, of course, this beautiful, pristine mansion, uh, you know. Uh, is occupied. Uh, they're coming mm-hmm. back and we have to fight them off.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty fun fight. Mm-hmm. Like the, this, this ends up making a fun environment for a fight.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: after we cut them off, we've ridden over to the overlook to Aunt Jackson. It's all lit up. It looks like a city. Um, and Joel said, you know, tells Tommy he's changed the plan. He's yeah. going to finish it. He asked where the lab is, where the uh, fireflies are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at the university of Eastern Colorado. So he's like, I'm going to do this. Tommy, you live your life here. And maybe yep. I'll see you later.
1: Yeah. Can we take the, can we take the source and mm-hmm. bye-bye?
0: Yep. Uh, so we, we show them arriving at the university. Uh, we do a cut uh, here. Joel and El, uh, Joel's trying to explain football to Ellie, uh, <laughs> which is great because football makes no fucking sense. Right. <laughs> um, you know, not a, not a logical sport. No um and we just do some uh you know some last of us shit we clear out some runners we do some generators some gate and stuff um we get the flamethrower which ends up being like pretty amazing Uh in this game like really low range but it kills anything in one shot yeah uh, except for a bloater
1: probably Um, i mean one of only a handful of actually effective flamethrowers in video games yeah usually it's a uh, bullshit very high quality yeah yeah uh the, the the next roadblock you know, and like in between these old dungeons, you are riding, you know, riding your horse through this, uh, through the gates in this, uh, campus. Um, but the next robot that you get to is this really heavily infected dorm that even has a bloater mm. at the end of it. Uh, super gross. Yeah. Like the fungus has overtaken it. And I don't know if you've ever been in a dorm, it's already a pretty fungusy place. There's a
0: lot of fungus, like Empatico. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> running rampant.
1: rampant. Yeah. It's yeah. crawling across the surfaces. Yeah.
0: Super yeah. gross. Sentient empathios. It's very disgusting. Um, and it's it's interesting to read the notes here. Yeah. And kind of learn about, uh, you know, people in the early days of the infection, you know, trying to uh, figure out what to do in mm-hmm. this part of the country. Um, eventually, uh, you know, Ellie says it's so strange that there are so many infected near the lab that they're writing towards. Um, mm-hmm. I love this little bit of characterization. They're both, they know there's no fireflies here. Yep. They're just talking themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Like, you know. it's really well-observed and also well-performed.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I also love that there are monkeys running around and their reaction to mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. They were testing stuff on monkeys, and when the people leave, the monkeys stick around, you know?
0: I, I'm also really glad that you don't fight monkeys in this, because the implication is they're infected. Yeah. And they could have introduced, like, a really annoying enemy that wouldn't fit <laughs> very well with how slow I aim in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I imagine there was a draft of this where you fought monkeys or baboons dogs.
1: to the left of me. Baboons to the right. <laughs> I,
0: want, I want neither.
2: Uh
0: listen lady. Yeah I want Um the uh I always forget that's the the Mr. Sparkle episode. Mm-hmm. Well, because Mr. You know, Sparkle is like such
1: it's like a it's like a two-scene side story.
0: Yeah, but it, it's such a it's it sits in my memory so much more than the listen lady. Uh-huh. You know?
1: Um
0: uh, so, you know, we're, we're trying to, uh, the, the building is barricaded, but not guarded. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have to, uh, do last of a shit to get in, but we're just still not finding people.
1: Mm-hmm. And we get in and their labs and their classrooms, but it's all empty. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Ellie's line here. Well, maybe in all that research, they turned into fucking monkeys. Yeah. Uh, Ellie's yeah. potty mouth is really entertaining to me. Like it feels, yeah. it feels pretty yeah, natural. Uh, it's kind of like Kristen yeah. Bell's character in The Good Place. Like, how do we how do we make her sound differently? Oh, let's, let's just write her as a dude kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: it, it works really well. Because you know, yeah. wh- what is the point of that decorum when there are <laughs> freaking cordyceps everywhere? <laughs> right. Um, as we're talking about what to do, a hunter takes a shot at, at us. You know, we see some lights. You know, Ellie's like, maybe it's the fireflies. Uh, it is not. mm mm-hmm. um, And we have to fight them. And this is really tough. Uh, this is a tough encounter. They're better armed. And trickier, and eventually, in a cutscene, one of them gets a hold of you. Um, during the struggle, you fall and get rebarred, uh, which is a thing that happens in video games in
1: 2013. <laughs> and makes me afraid of rebar, one of the most yeah. naturally deadly materials on Earth.
0: Video games have trained me to be very scared of rebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, it has very little impact on my real life.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of positive you know? impact, you know, if well, you just, if you've ever crossed a bridge, you have you've ever crossed a bridge have rebar to thank.
0: Yeah, you have If you've ever been in a parking garage, mm-hmm. rebar is your friend, but <laughs> I just don't see it that often. It's like the invisible helper behind the scenes, Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, but it can turn, it can turn on you
1: yeah. as this game proves. Yeah. I turn in you. Uh, as it twists yeah. through your abdomen, yeah, uh J- Joel has fallen through, and he's been speared. This is bad, you know, not just because yes. <laughs> like okay, so we, we we lost hope because where we thought we would find the fireflies, we didn't. uh what we found in their place was this audio recorder on a dead on a dead body saying like oh, you know the, the our efforts here at this lab have failed. uh we're gonna head back to this uh uh you know, to St. Mary's Hospital in Salt Lake City um across the Rockies um so joel uh is barely able to walk this is a really affecting scene where you are stumbling along um it's even like flashing uh you know like like you're graying out as you go and there are white flashes of pain as uh, Mm -hmm. he tries to like climb over windowsills and stuff like that and ellie ends up like you know needing to like carry you basically uh as you can barely even fire to protect her
0: she says wake up and tell me what to do yes you know, uh, you get on the horse and you get out, but you fall off the horse. We right. do a hard cut. Um, the DLC takes place here. Um, the DLC is half right here, you know, the mm-hmm. end of fall and half uh, in the past. Yeah. I like the main game without the DLC telling me how Ellie got Joel to the place. Yes. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not meaningful story content at all. No. Uh, it does a mechanical thing that should have been sprinkled throughout the whole game of mixing hum- up humans and infected. Yeah, but it's really only good for the flashback. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, chat about the DLC. Yeah,
1: the and and we can we can glaze over the present day stuff because it's literally just yeah because it's. What, what, it's last of us of stuff, stuff in a mall. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know the, the way she got uh Joel there was found a first aid kit. Uh huh. Um, which I don't know if you've ever seen a first aid kit, but like, you know, they're, they're, they're not really going to fix you with this. I, I have a few band aids. Little, little is yeah. not going to fix you.
1: Band aids, little little like squeeze packets of uh topical anti, yeah. you know, uh, a- antibiotic stuff. Yeah. um yeah. <laughs> Maybe a foil pack with some with some Tylenol. Yeah.
0: Yeah. but that's what she did yeah so people were treating this like a big you know hole Mm -hmm. like oh how did she even manage to do this i'm like well you know she's they're they're doing the Mm keyframes. like she had to learn like the pressure made her learn to do it this is basically her being thrown in the deep end
1: yeah
3: um
0: and she does it really well and that's the cool thing about this character turn yes you know don't question it so much but because gamers (laughs) uh, it had to be answered
1: yes uh so the dlc begins with ellie asleep in her room back in boston um mm-hmm. and this girl named riley has snuck in uh and she is pretending to be a uh to be infected she like hisses and then bites at ellie's neck and ellie being uh, og draws her switchblade on her
0: yeah yeah uh and this is her friend riley mm-hmm. uh she's been gone for 46 days um and when she left it was she was mean like words were said yeah Uh, Ellie thought Riley was dead, but really she had become a firefly. Mm -hmm. And Riley wants Ellie to go out with her for what turns out to be one last hurrah um, before she gets recruited. Um, And we're cutting back and forth between that and then uh, Ellie in the current timeline in the mall getting help for uh, Joel.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's probably worth saying right here, uh, this is where it is confirmed that uh, Ellie is gay um
0: yeah,
1: later in the dlc Later, yeah l- l- later later in the dlc it is pre- it is presented here as a very a very close friendship i don't want to accidentally step on a rake where we're like oh those two ladies they're real cl- they're real close friends
0: yes, they, they seem nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no for sure yeah. I, i'm going with how the game presents it yes. which is ambiguous at first and then mm-hmm. unambiguous later
1: yes yeah uh so we're at the present uh <laughs> ellie has joel in a in a yogurt shop uh mm-hmm. and he is using duct tape and a rag to bind joel's wound like oh no i i nicked myself with a toe knife uh go ahead and cram it up with some garbage <laughs> use a, use a <laughs> candy bar wrapper <laughs> it's,
0: it's not that different than what they do with for bandages usually
1: right yeah
0: um but he has to go she has to go find a first aid kit you do some business in the pharmacy to try to get it and eventually see a milica- military helicopter that's crashed in the roof of the mall uh and you're like they'll, they'll have a first aid kit So mm-hmm. that kind of gives you your mission Yes. Um, The more interesting content is going back and talking with uh, Riley um, back in the quarantine zone, um, you know, saying how she went to join the uh, Fireflies and she's taking you to the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, We learn about Winston, Mm -hmm. uh, the Fedra guy who taught Ellie how to ride horses. Yeah. Um, You know, he was in uh, he has a tent here. We can kind of see what happened to him. Yeah. And we're going to have fun in a mall. Uh, yep. for a little while non-gameplay you know like fun gameplay mm-hmm. non uh, non-tense gameplay for most of this yeah it's like playing a date
1: <laughs> it's so good and i love that the yeah. first like the 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 first place that you go uh you know you have to take the usual way is completely collapsed so you have to take a detour through a halloween store spooky town yeah uh that uh that they didn't know was there first off when you live in a fucking nightmare the idea of like oh there's a witch mask that's scary is real fun yeah. to me but also <laughs> oh, yeah. going around and like messing with all the interactable doodads and reading the displays for the different stuff that they're that they're selling
0: this was a weirdly a part of this you know one of the things that i thought about going into this was like oh is this going to hit different because we're living through a pandemic Mm -hmm. and for the most part it didn't because it's so different in our pandemic now and so exaggerated but this did make me nostalgic for going to mall stores Mm -hmm. like this kind of shit did make me nostalgic yeah like oh i would like to do this Mm -hmm. this seems fun
1: yeah to like frivolously go into a place and touch a bunch of stuff
0: yeah 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 (laughs) without worrying about who else touched
1: it Uh uh-huh or who else was like close to me? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so you can put on different uh different masks here. You get a little fun dialogue, uh kind of learning the relationship. And they had they were a little chilly and they're slowly like unthawing to each other. Yeah. Because they have this falling out. Because this is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. because yeah, they're because they're having fun. They're kids being kids. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you have a little competition to see who can break the most windows on these cars. There are two like display cars in the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, after you do this, Riley reveals like, Hey, you know, they, they say that only some buildings in the city are powered up. That's not true. Uh, she goes into this little area and powers on the mall.
1: Yeah. It's only the internal lights. So the soldiers aren't going to see it, but like, yeah, places all lit up and Riley knows places where they can go. Like there are like, Mm -hmm. you know, like date locations that she's going to take her to.
0: Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Back in the uh, the main game, uh, not a lot. Again, um, we get our second encounter in the game with stalkers mm-hmm. uh, here as we do this flooded area. And there's kind of like some short story kind of stuff with the military here. Yeah. Um, I found this weird. I thought it was trying to generate pathos for these guys, even though they're pretty villainized. Yeah. Um, you know, throughout. And it also does the zombie cliche of one of them cutting off the limb mm-hmm. that gets bought bit and it not helping. Like, just they have to check that off the list. Yeah. So nobody in TV tropes can be like, well, what have you got off the list?
1: <laughs> uh, they You think they it. didn't try that,
0: dude? Yeah. They uh. accounted for it, troper.
1: <laughs> fridge. Fridge stupidity? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you
0: make it to the helicopter. Yeah. Do a Last of Us shit and get the first aid kit.
1: Yeah. And Ellie is, you know, it's like, I'm not letting you, you know, she's holding it to her chest. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this thing go. I'm not letting you go. Um, And this cuts us back to a little chapter here, Fun and Games, back in the flashback, uh, where Riley takes Ellie to one of the first things that she wanted to see, this fully powered carousel.
0: Yeah. And the the implication here is that while Ellie is trying to get the first aid kit, she's remembering this because they're both in malls. Yes. You know, so while she's alone and doing this kind of internal thing, this is reminding her of her past. Mm -hmm. Um, We do the carousel. Uh, Riley gives Ellie a gift, a book of puns. Um, you can use this during the main game from time to time, like depending on certain random triggers or staying in certain areas for certain amounts of time. Mm-hmm. Ellie will tell Joel jokes. And mm-hmm. uh, This is the origin of the joke book. Yeah. In case you were wondering.
1: Uh, it's really funny because like you can just keep on going back to this. You have to decide when to stop pulling, pulling these out. Uh, it takes a very long time to run out of jokes uh, yeah. from this.
0: <laughs> these are all laffy taffy style jokes
1: yeah yeah um
0: i had a little bit of a hard time thinking 14 year olds would appreciate this yeah when i think about myself as being uh 14 mm-hmm.
1: you know? I, I I love their reactions though because like they groaned at the groaners and they're like yeah. you know not all of them landed like they weren't you know they weren't all knee slappers oh, <laughs> yeah. like it's
0: it's it's, groaners, it's all groaners all the way down oh yeah because it's a book of puns um, <laughs> like... yeah um You do a photo booth, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to control it uh, here and choose the frame. And this is where you can choose, like, friends or love. The first, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can kind of choose how Ellie thinks about it now. Yeah. um, And choose different poses. Um, Unfortunately, it it won't print, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a bummer, of course. Yeah. Uh, But it's fun to do that. Um, And then there's an escalator. Uh, that you write up which would be really fun if you've never done that i know right before and I, it's really well observed <laughs> yeah um something that i think would have been when i got to the, uh riley got to the top of the escalator and i started walking backwards on the escalator mm-hmm. so i was just walking in place and i really wanted the game to comment on
1: it yes because
0: i feel like <laughs> that's the kind of thing these two goofballs would enjoy mm-hmm. uh but it's just something you can do
1: yeah it's it's something you can do they don't respect that so gonna knock a letter grade off of this bad boy
0: Um, One of the weird little foreshadowing when you're in the Halloween store, there's a magic eight ball that's a skull, like ask Mr. Skull. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the things you can ask it, that also is like the joke book, you can do it for a while, is like, will I ever get to play a video game? And you go into an arcade Mm -hmm. uh, here where most of the games are broken. uh, But there's one that's lit up, but broken. Mm -hmm. But Riley does you a solid and narrates an imaginary Mortal Kombat game for you.
1: It's pretty good.
0: <laughs> and this is real cute.
1: Yeah. I just like the world around Ellie fades away. Uh, and mm-hmm. you, you know, you hear the audio of the game that would be playing as you are entering the uh, the inputs to do like combos and stuff.
0: Yeah. Really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Riley, uh, you know, Ellie says, I, I need to go. You know, and Riley's like, you know, and Ellie's like, we'll pick this up tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Riley's like, well, we can't. Um, you know, I've been assigned to another city by the Fireflies. This is my last night. And Ellie gets frustrated by this. Like, she's yeah. very young, and she's upset about this because this person that she's in love with, um, and she doesn't really know how to express it. Yeah. You know, she's uh, she's like, why did you bring me here? Riley says she doesn't know because she also doesn't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. Um, they hear music, and Riley's like, I'm going to go see what that music is. You do what you want.
1: Yeah. Um, you follow, uh, follow, her through the, some of these back hallways, uh, and you get to a closed door where the argument continues. And you know, like it's kind of a little bit of you know, just like how, how much of a, how much of this is us kind of like getting rid of our childish things too, because you know, mm-hmm. one of the things like as they're about ready to break it off, right, I was like, oh, well, you know, well, I stole back your 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 dumb water guns for you, and pulls out these super soakers, you know, and gives them to her, and this like breaks the tension a little bit. Uh, they yeah. say, you know, <laughs> they go they go from being at each other's throats to, like, wouldn't it be fun if we had a hide-and-seek water gun fight?
0: Yeah, and you, you get to do it, and it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit extra here. Like, I feel like, like, Riley, you know, Ellie's matter, and Riley's, like, you know, you might get in trouble if you get caught. I'll get killed. I got, I got shot at to get those water guns.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, you, you shouldn't have got the water guns. Then, yeah. Man. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I, nobody's asking you to get shot for this shit. Um, <laughs> I understand that's supposed to be an expression of your, like, dedication and everything, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot.
1: Hey, kids have um, weird priorities.
0: It's true. Uh, your listen mode is disabled here, mm-hmm. uh, which is a weird break from reality. Uh, but this is fun. Fun little hide-and-seek uh, kind of thing. And uh, when you finish the fight, uh, Ellie says, like, listen, you know, I was honest before like i was a dick about how i said it but you should go this is what you've always wanted Yeah. um riley doesn't want to hear this though riley is, is like kind of baiting her into telling her not to go and she yeah. says as much mm-hmm. you're the only person who will tell me not to do this yeah um plugs in ellie's walkman into the store's speakers and plays uh that the great original version of i got you babe mm-hmm. um and they dance yeah um and this is what finally lets ellie admit her feelings
1: yeah, yeah. uh and they kiss yeah. and a great you know, little moment yeah saying like hey you know please please don't go Yeah, you know, we can we can figure out a way forward together and right after they kiss the runners start pouring in because of course it yeah. yeah, this seems to be addressed with yeah well you know yeah. <laughs> danced around the music um outside the quarantine zone probably you know
0: they haven't played left for dead <laughs> um we go back into the part in the the modern uh day this mm-hmm. is the where it gets good um where the hunters show up. Yeah. Um you know you get back to ground level, you're trying to get back to Joel and the hunters are looking for them. Uh specifically, you know, you took out a bunch of them um at the university and they mm-hmm. want revenge um here. And this is where you can start pitting the hunters against the infected. Yeah. By making noise or uh you know drawing attention to certain spaces. Um mm-hmm. this is real fun.
1: Yeah. This uh this gives you something really interesting to do with, to do with the uh bottles. You know. Yeah. To draw them to draw them toward each other. And like the the like the clickers will always win is what I found. Mm -hmm. But like it's easier to deal with the clicker at a distance. You know, this is not like an arena that is designed specifically for clickers to get on top of you. Well,
0: in general, it's easier to deal with them because they can't see you. Mm -hmm. Like you can just sneak by. So you want infected more than you want these dudes.
1: Yeah. In fact, they Um, don't have guns yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of fucked myself up with this because you get to the yogurt shop, they're trying to get in. Because uh, they can hear the horse mm-hmm. trying to get to Joel, um, and you have to take out a wave of them, and then when you get up there, there's another wave. Yeah. And I assume that was the last wave, so I used all my consumables. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I, I was like, I have like six bullets and two arrows. This is really to take hard. Take out the rest of these dudes. Like this, this is, is this incredibly is tough.
1: like post endgame difficulty content right here. Yeah. Yeah. Really um,
0: really tough. Yeah.
1: But uh, but Ellie gets into the shop, and then we get our we get our flashback um as she's starting to get ready to suture up joel um you know but flashback to the runners are here and we are fleeing through the halls trying to get outside as the sun comes up uh but th- we're caught in a struggle uh and ellie's arm is bit this is the bite that we see mm-hmm. you know the instigating uh, in, uh event of the game uh and riley's hand is bit too they're both uh they're yep. both doomed
0: yep uh, and they're kind of discussing their options, Riley's right? like, we can take the easy way out and shoot ourselves or we can see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, specifically says like, my vote is we wait this out. We can be all poetic and just lose our minds together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last little bit of romance. Um, we don't see this. We don't see what inevitably happened, which I think is really clever. Yep. Um, again, this is the first time I played the DLC. I was expecting me to see Riley turn and have to make that decision. Yeah. It's just implied though. hmm
1: they, know, they weren't even originally going to show the the bite, Like they were yeah. just going to let it, you know, let you conclude that it happened because they got caught. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, when we go back to the the main thing where uh, Ellie patches up Joel and puts him on a little sled mm-hmm. behind the horse and heads to the next chapter of the main game proper.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, the date night stuff is really good. The other stuff is a little bit less good. Mm-hmm. And it's a little slight, but it is high quality. It's very yeah. sweet.
1: Extremely sweet. Like, you know, to get to see people be humans in this Mm -hmm. is nice to, you know, to watch them express something besides being murder machines, you know?
0: Well, and, like, date night in arcade is always a winning. Yeah. You know, like golden saucer shit. (laughs) Like, that's, that's always fun.
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah.
0: What I think is actually more effective from a pacing standpoint is the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it cut with Joel falling out of the horse and then we cut immediately to winter. Uh, snow on the ground in the mountains. With uh, You're controlling Ellie mm-hmm. uh, for the first time and you're hunting with a bow and arrow.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's introduced. She's alone. We have no idea what actually happened to Joel. You know, like you, yeah. it's left uncertain for a little bit. Um, she's really good with the bow and arrow. She nails a rabbit. Uh, and is concerned, like, hey, this isn't going to be enough. But then she sees a deer and decides yep. to give pursuit. And we follow this deer through the mountains, like, taking shots at it, trying to bleed it out.
0: Yeah. Or you can set the timer uh, on your PlayStation ahead and it'll die of old age. <laughs> the...
1: <laughs> so... Good, good, good bull.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, this hunting, bit. this is a really nice change of pace. Yeah. Um, we eventually run into it. It dies just outside of a, uh, sawmill. When you go to check it out, we hear somebody else. Yeah. Uh, this introduces David and his buddy. Yeah. Um, they even, you know, they try to make nice, like you have the draw on them.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: but they're just like, Hey, you know, we're hoping we can get some of that deer. Like, you know, we're from a group with women and children. Um, you know, Ellie says, I am too. She yeah. lies. And David says, what, do you need anything? We'd like a little bit of that meat. And yeah. Ellie kind of shows her hand.
1: Yeah, it, and like
0: shows some desperation,
1: and you know, just just says you know, really enthusiastic medicine. You know, just give me medicine. Um, yeah. I I love the performance on David. Like you know, oh, he, great. You know, he comes across like really soft spoken. This is how how I imagine nice Pete sounds in Akewood. Like oh sure, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> like now now we don't have a we have no no reason to get excited here. You know, yeah, we got we we got yeah. medicine for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, but you know, D- Dave is just de-escalating this. He doesn't mind that Ellie has, uh, has the bow drawn on her, sends, sends his buddy James, you know, out to get some, uh, to get some penicillin, um, yeah. and come and back the, here. You know,
0: there's lots of little hints here that this is not in the up and up. Like James is like, are you, are you fucking serious? Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, because they're not a group that trades. No. It takes. <laughs> um, oh. so the, uh, Ellie keeps her bow, uh, takes David's hunting rifle, and then holds it on him. And uh, David says, "Can we go inside and build a build a fire?" Um, they do that, and they're kind of talking a little bit until a clicker shows up, and David reveals he has another gun. Mm-hmm. Again, just a little hint that this guy's not in the up and up. Yeah. And we have a little segment where we're teamed up with uh, David. Yeah. You know, as Ellie, um, Ellie controls differently in a couple of subtle ways. Yeah. Um, she her shiv does not. Uh, get expelled when she uses it, but she cannot silent kill with it because mm-hmm. she's a little girl. Yeah. So when you kill something, you get up on top of it and just stab it a bunch and make a lot of noise. Yeah. So you no longer have a silent takedown at melee.
1: hmm Yeah. Um, it's a good, it, it's a good subtle difference, uh, and I like this little, uh, um, this uh, defense section. It feels a little like Resident Evil Four, you know, to a degree. Oh, much so. You know, watching the windows, yeah. trying to you know stop them before they even approach, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, eventually we have to, uh, we have to retreat further in and kind of go up this bridge. Um, and, uh, you know, we end up needing to, to, you know, defend not just, not just from the runners who are running up the bridge, but also clickers who are coming in from the ceiling. And this eventually culminates in a bloater. Um, we end up having to use like molotovs and bombs that we find, um, from some other survivors who had been overrun here.
0: Uh, so eventually you go back to the, f- the fire, the implication, you know, Ellie trusts David at this point. Yeah. And since he's a villain, he reveals his hand at this point, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, Hey, everything happens for a reason. I can prove it. Yeah. You know, for example, uh, I just lost a bunch of my group to a crazy man traveling with a little girl. <laughs> uh, she pulls her gun at this point, And then David looks off camera and says like, James drop the gun. Yeah. You know, James has a gun drawn on her. Yeah. Uh, and says, Hey, we made a deal. Give her the medicine. <laughs> um, David invites her to the group Ellie says you know no no thanks he says I can protect her and she says no and heads out but this is not the last we've seen of them
1: no no so as Ellie we're returning to the house where Joel is we administer the penicillin and he's like barely conscious you know he's he's out Mm -hmm. of it he's in terrible pain. Um, and we cut to the next morning. Of course, this was David's plan. You know, we could just kill Ellie, but no, we need to get the get the get the man. So let's have her lead mm-hmm. him. <laughs> let's have her lead us to him. Uh David's men are outside. They tracked her here. Um, and she needs yeah. to draw them away from Joel by riding the uh by riding her horse down into the resort town.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's a couple of bits. Like I don't wanna ever sound like cinema cinzy. Mm-hmm. Uh I love the winter chapter of this game. There are a couple things I think don't hold total water mm-hmm. um this is one of them it's real weird that she leads them away and they never come back yep for Joel or they didn't have one person just search the houses mm-hmm. and just curb stomp Joel yeah um you know the, her asking for medicine you know pretty heavily implies he's still alive yeah so I feel like David's men would have done that
1: yeah there's <laughs> enough of them <laughs> uh,
0: yeah um this is fun though mm-hmm. like riding away on your horse until eventually your horse gets shot um, and you have to kind of go through these lodges, like this yeah. little vacation zone. And this also is filling <laughs> me with nostalgia, like,
1: oh, man. That is a lakeside? i to go to a like, place. Oh, damn, yeah. damn, like just uh, fighting in and using, like the, like, the boat launch and the concession stand, you know? Yes,
0: I would like to eat a hot dog from a concession stand.
1: Please, just um, let me, please. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but eventually you get into the main lodge uh, where David ambushes mm. you. Um, yeah. And Ellie wakes up in a cell. Uh pretty disturbingly, just, just straight up to James butchering a person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're can we gotta get that cliche of zombie. <laughs> yep. Fiction. These are the people who eat people. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's gonna um, happen. And David brings Ellie some food. It's the you know, the big plate of slop.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> Resident Evil 7 dot <laughs> JPEG dot food.
1: <laughs> and ellie's suspicious of course like you know is it is a deer is there a side of human uh she ends up trusting them trusting him though probably because she's really hungry and you know she's got this well she just she does for like a minute like she eventually
0: throws it back at him she eats some of it and then he's uh you know she's like you guys are fucking animals Mm -hmm. and david's like no like you guys you know killed tons of my people yeah you you guys are murdering people to survive as well (laughs) this is all we're doing
1: we're we're murdering people who are trying to kill us you're killing them for food like he's he's trying to draw this you know really bad equivalence between them yeah. Um and you know he says basically David has recognized that Ellie is hard you know yeah basically is saying like oh you know you could be useful here you're already yes. you're already compromised morally right yeah. and saying you know and he he is trying to convince the others that Ellie can come around everybody else wants some blood and he recognizes that she can be made loyal and this is where it gets creepy uh, Because he then grabs her hand and says she's special. Uh David is on some David Koresh shit. He, yeah. you know, he is the charismatic leader of this group of cannibals. And he, he, he wants his child bride.
0: Yeah, he's a pedophile. Yes. The, um... It's weird. He's like the charismatic leader, but they don't really like him. Nope. Like when you're later, you hear a conversation about them voting him out. Like they're a democracy <laughs> yeah, uh, and stuff. So he's kind of on thin ice in the first place Yeah, uh, here. Um, she, you know, fakes him out, like grabs his hand tenderly and then breaks his finger and reaches for his keys.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this doesn't work, but she says, you know, Ellie, tell, tell him that Ellie is the little girl who broke your fucking finger. Yeah. You know, just defiant to the end. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I've changed my mind. We are going to butcher you in tiny little pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, in the morning though. <laughs> yep, I'm not hungry now. You're lucky. No, it's
1: it's winter. Uh, unf- yeah. you know, unfortunately, your meat wouldn't keep if we, you know, put it outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you let her live, man?
0: <laughs> it's it's really again. This, I don't want to get too TV tropesy, but mm-hmm. all my little TV tropes things happen in, in this chapter.
1: Yeah." Yeah.
0: Like that's one of them. It's silly for them to let her live. Mm-hmm. The a lot of them could be papered over if you think like he's still hoping to get his swerve on.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: but at some point like especially after the next reveal it's like, "Come on, dude." <laughs> like you know, like that's that's yeah, it's uh, maybe she's not that into you. Yeah. Um possibly. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe you should not be that into her. Um so we cut over to Joel. I uh, wakes up calling for Ellie. Uh, But she's not there, of course. And we fight down the street um, until uh, some guys try to take you hostage uh, here. But you turn the tables, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we have to kind of get out. And Joel goes full torture machine Mm -hmm. on these dudes to find Ellie. He's so protective at this point. uh, And he knows that she saved his life after he almost died. Uh, These guys got to reveal information by any means necessary.
1: Yeah. So he gets one of them to mark uh, to mark the spot on the map Um, and even said, you know, he even volunteers the information saying, oh, she's alive. Uh, She's, you know, she's David's newest pet. So, again, confirming confirming this. Yeah. Um, And Joel kills him and then goes and kills the other because like, yeah, no, I've got enough. I've got the information that I need. Uh, We're going to go. We're going to uh, rampage as it were.
0: It's really grotesque. You know, yep. and this is the people who are going to find this to be a uh, a real expression of cool badassness. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the stuff they're probably citing. Yes. You know, like the 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 first guy is going to like pop his kneecaps off. Mm-hmm. That that's probably hurts pretty bad. Um, and then the second guy, he's like, you know, why would you kill me? He told you, and he's like, I believe him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just killing him for for reasons, for taken reasons. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, so we go to back to the resort as Ellie, where David. And James wake you up and put you on the table to butcher you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stops them by saying, uh, "You know, she's infected." Yeah. Um, this is, you know, again, just cinema sins enough. <laughs> I feel like that's not the best thing to say if you don't want people to kill you. Yeah. Um, I get that she's just doing it to buy some time, mm-hmm. but it feels like if somebody's like, "I'm infected," it would make this happen faster, not slower
1: yeah i, I uh, think it, 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 you know i think she's trying to put them off balance because she doesn't just say i'm infected she's saying you're infected too probably from like being around her or like
0: but uh, they they know that's not how it works like people are constantly in close quarters infected in this world and yeah. just shooting them in the head or snapping their necks yeah you know or doing anything like that like it's just a little fuzzy i don't think it ruins the game or whatever she didn't I just... like
1: bite either of them or whatever yeah
0: that would have made a lot more sense, mm-hmm. right? Like, if she had bit one of them in the struggle earlier, yeah, you know, she could have been like, plausibly, you're infected. And I still think if someone was like, I infected you, I would still probably just shoot them,
1: probably, yeah. It um, wouldn't cause
0: me to wait for 10 seconds or whatever,
1: yeah. She you know, but she shows them her bite, she does
0: bite the second dude, she like sure. she, the James, as mm-hmm. uh, she does bite,
1: yeah. Uh, she shows them her bite and they're like, you know, arguing, oh, that's old. She would have turned. She's been in here for hours. But she uses that as a as her opportunity to get the cleaver, uh, kills James, um, and then in the in the confusion escapes out the window. Uh, a blizzard has rolled in. Uh, and this is this is nice and, you know, uh, tense. Yeah, because there's no yeah, visibility. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, no visibility. You don't know this place and there are people everywhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: like this is really creepy and good. Um, you're making your way, you eventually get to a steakhouse where David ambushes you. And uh, there's a boss fight. Yeah. Um, kind of teaching you the stealth system. Um, every area in the whole world is filled with bottles and bricks, except for this one. And <laughs> there, there are some bottles. Kind of, I, I, there's I, some. Yeah. Not that many, though. Um, and you have to sneak up on David uh, and stab him, you know, three times. <laughs> Again, Mario <laughs> rules. Uh, and eventually he starts sneaking mm-hmm. so you can't hear him. Yeah. Um, this is fun.
1: Yeah, uh the 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 steakhouse catches on fire at the beginning of the uh the fight mm-hmm. and that actually constricts the the uh, arena. Like initially uh you can go like back into the kitchen and stuff like that. Eventually it's like just you out in the uh in the tables and booths and stuff. And you have to be really careful because there are broken uh broken plates on the ground. Uh stepping over those will cause uh noise and will cause mm-hmm. uh David to uh home in on you.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty cool mm-hmm. you know uh, pretty pretty fun and David is very hateable yeah you know at this point like he's, cannibal a, can-
1: he's a cannibal a pedophile double, <laughs> he's
0: a double threat um <laughs> you know, like he's, you know, this, two this of the guy, worst possible things yeah yeah this guy this is really really de the reverse lily <laughs> with this guy um so the uh as you sneak up on him we go to uh, cut back to Joel mm-hmm. um sneaking through here the blizzard has gotten worse um, here uh trying to find ellie we find her backpack and we see like a slaughterhouse where humans are being are hung up to drain mm-hmm. with like a manifest of how many pounds of meat yeah they've found uh the amount of pounds of meat they're eating is just fucking incredible yeah <laughs> like, like did you notice that uh-huh like, like, like does this just this... i need to leave i need no more than 20 pounds of human meat like <laughs> per week
1: I'm like eventually you would get gout Oh, if you're eating that much it's meat. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. Like there's one of them where it's like good haul, 5,000 pounds of meat. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And it's implied that they have more people there, but I don't think they had women and children because, like, yeah, they do like those type yeah. of people to me. <laughs> you know? So, like, even, like, how many guys are there to justify 5,000 pounds of meat? It's,
1: it's a lot. You like, know? The, it's a lot. The, 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 the amount that is pulled back on one day is, like, 240 pounds. It's probably just, like, a big slow dude that they found.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, and then there's days where they obviously got, like, 300 people or something. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. So
1: the, the, uh, like the 240 the, pound ones, like, you know, disappointing or whatever. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, you
0: can probably get a lot of meat out of that. It's like pinball rules. <laughs> like they just added a zero to the end of all these to make it seem more scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very funny. Oh, uh, but this is also this is satisfying. Like I hate David, and I hate these fuckers. Mm-hmm. And they've been hounding you for a little while. Yeah. And the vengeance feels good. It does. Here. You know, I'm I'm susceptible to vengeance mm-hmm. as a theme. I understand you're not supposed to like vengeance, but I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like a taken kind of story like that can work on me. Yeah. Um, so this is very satisfying, just killing these fuckers. Yeah. Um, you get into the steakhouse, you know, you find that. Uh, and uh, when you get inside, uh, Ellie and David are passed out on the floor. Ellie comes to you and tries to crawl for the machete. Uh, David pins her down and is about to sexually assault her. Yeah. Um, but she manages to get the machete and just goes ape shit on his body.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't see it. Like it's very, you know, it is, it is shown off camera. It's she, she takes out all of her anger and frustration on him. Um, and it, 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 you hesitate to call it sweet, but like when Joel pulls her off, he comforts her. Like this is a physical comfort, but also saying, Oh baby girl, you're okay. Like calling her baby girl. That's what he said to Sarah. You know, as she was as she was shot, like he has fully embraced her as a daughter at this point. Yeah,
0: and apparently in uh, other versions of this in different countries, this doesn't come across as well because they translate it differently Mm. as like you know my my daughter or little one or something. Oh, yeah, Um, and it's not the same thing he called his his first his first daughter (laughs)
1: Um, yes my little one your work is done
0: ex-daughter yeah i still get along with my ex-daughter um (laughs) well i got i got a new it could be like
1: a north situation situation. she could be emancipated yeah yeah that's true that's Uh, fucking reference north fuck (laughs)
0: uh yeah you did reference north okay um Hot, hot new references are dropping here. (laughs) Um, This cuts to our last season, uh, spring. Yeah. um, Where uh, we cut immediately to um, Ellie looking at a picture of a deer Mm -hmm. um, on like a mural that signals a zoo. uh, That's gonna be there, and they are warmer now. Again, she is now uh, fully evolved into daughter. Mm -hmm. And uh, but she is pretty damaged by this. Like she's out of it and having a rough time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also they're, they're they're at their destination. They don't know what's going to happen. You know, they, yeah. they don't know. You know, obviously, neither of them considered what the Fireflies had in store for them. Um, but, yes. you know, if this it's very much is the apprehension of reaching a, uh, you know, a turning of a page coming up here as well. Yeah. Right. But yeah, uh,
0: Ellie mentions a, like a prophetic dream she had mm-hmm. um, of being on a on an airplane and no one being in control and going up and she couldn't fly. Yeah, like her being out of control of her destiny is being foreshadowed.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, here
3: you
1: know. And Joel is you know like, like like Joel is the one who's trying to get her to open up now. You know he's talking about you know how days like this you know he would just sit on the porch and play guitar. There had been some joking back and forth because he had talked about. Um, wanting to be a singer when he was, you know, yeah. when, when he was younger and she didn't believe that he, you know, and here he promises to teach Ellie how to play one day. Uh, this happens mm-hmm. um, in the, at the beginning of the sequel. Uh, but Ellie is not talking much. The thing that gets her to kind of come back to life is when she spots something and runs ahead. Uh, and this is a really touching moment. You go up and, you know, you see some shadows uh, and then you look out and you see that giraffes have taken over the town. They had, you know, Mm -hmm. they had gotten out of the zoo. and They
0: had had businesses and a mob. (laughs) Where a little butcher sniper nest set up. (laughs)
2: Barracks. Uh, 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 I didn't realize how dumb I said that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's good.
0: (laughs) This game takes a hard left turn. Uh, (laughs) The S doesn't refer to the infected or the humans.
2: (laughs) That's the one with the longest neck. Is he the (laughs) bear? He's the king.
0: Uh, Now I don't want to get into a neck-measuring contest, boys. <laughs> but we gotta do something about these humans and these clickers.
1: Oh, God, they, they hurt I Joel reckon. and Ellie into the cages. <laughs>
0: I'm like, well, Ellie, I gotta say, I ain't never been in a situation like this before. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
1: Uh. Ah. Uh, that's freaking. Uh, We're just going to keep on making each other laugh by laughing. Uh, that
0: is a good that is that is that's a good. It's a good moment. Yep. good one. Good uh, it's also what a great like just video games ass thing to say. Uh, <laughs> Like, you turn a corner to find, like, just very casually, like, you know. It reminds me, one of my, uh, not to talk too much sugar about you and make you feel good, because you know how guys are. Right. You don't want to do that. Uh, One of my favorite cold jokes uh, ever (laughs) is when we did abject Suffering, and it was the summer where everybody was, like, daddy
1: oh yeah it was really big.
0: you know and at one point in a very similar delivery you were like my understanding is they'll do anything to get daddy's cummies and you said it, it seemed like really like my understanding yeah. uh, and I think about that line it's not a line but I think about that read uh, yeah. a lot my understanding uh, is they'll do anything to get
1: daddy's cummies they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just they're just some sentences man yeah yeah
0: uh, so giraffes are not taking <laughs> over the town, so much as there are some giraffes.
1: <laughs> there are giraffes uh, progressing yeah. about their business unimpeded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like
0: na- like freestanding loose giraffes. Uh, this is this is a very famous part of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, this was just going to be deer, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, that doesn't you know that's not nearly as magnificent and weird." Yeah uh as this like giraffes I go months without thinking about giraffes mm-hmm. like gi- giraffes are really strange animals.
1: Yeah and they're just they're always they're always out there.
0: Yeah like most animals uh learn to bring food to mouth and mm-hmm. giraffes are the ones that learn to bring mouth to food. <laughs> it's like a classic reversal. Yep. <laughs> just uh very strange animals. But they're they look great and they're mm-hmm. very pretty. Yeah. I don't this. It's like very sweet. And it, it's underlining the theme like, hey, the world's actually doing pretty good. Yeah. You know, th- this is probably how it should be. Uh-huh. Folks.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, giraffes probably, you know, probably wouldn't be around in North America, but they seem to be doing fine. Yeah, the zoo. You yeah. Know, the zoo escapees.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. So wow. it's magical, you know, and like that Joel can approach and, you know, like they're both really like kind of timid about it. But like the giraffes have no reason to be afraid of people. Right. No. So, so it's just they <laughs> unlike regular giraffes, yeah.
0: who cower and tear. Uh, they're they're bipedal abusers.
1: Yeah. Well, no, but just the, the 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 giraffe is just there eating some leaves, and Joel goes up and pets and you know calls Ellie over and like, hey, you know, pet him. It's like a big horse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's an awkward horse. You can't ride. Um, it's also their horse is named Callus, and this I so forgot to mention that. That's oh yeah.
3: Bad.
0: I don't like that. Um, snip so at the drafts. This is again, a very famous moment, very <laughs> sweet. Um, and Joel says like, basically, like, Hey, you don't have to do this. Um, and Ellie basically sunk cost it, you know, yeah. after everything we've been through, like this can't be for nothing after everything I've done, you know, uh, there was, there was David, like, I gotta do this. Um, you know, so we continue through, we find some abandoned, uh, federal tents, uh, to get supplies and Joel's like, you know, this is where I was after Sarah died. Like this is kind of what the world is like immediately afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of frozen like that now, you know, and yeah. just the ease with which he talks about Sarah, you know, to mm-hmm. the, to Ellie. Again, just the the, the progress has the been evolution. made that we have not, you know, that we have not seen happen. Um yeah. and Joel and Ellie, they connect around that loss for the first time. You know, this is not the first time that Ellie has said, you know, I'm sorry that you lost somebody, but you know just they they come yeah. and jo- joel kind of takes a little a little bit too far like joel says like oh i, th- I think you two would have been friends or something like that that, that happens at <clears> the <throat> end oh yeah i suppose yeah, yeah
0: that, that, that line is at the the, the very end
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh here you know he doesn't say it but uh, ellie brings a, a photo she stole the photo that we saw before because she yeah. steals things that people won't bring it upon themselves to take um and he accepts it mm-hmm. you know he says thank you and, and keeps it so that's his his character is developed
1: yeah he is healed
0: um We have to uh, move forward here uh, through this flooded tunnel. And uh, this is uh, kind of a a final uh, infected and final um, navigation challenge for the game. Yeah. Um, Lots of infected and a lot of, you know, grabbing ladders and jumping and helping each other on the ledges and shit.
1: You know, once you hit winter, like once you hit the David stuff, I kind of get into climax fatigue a little bit. Like playing this again and knowing that the Firefly Lab is in front of us, like this little lull in between, like, yeah, we get the giraffe moment from it. But like this tunnel thing, like, I don't know. I don't feel like I should be fighting infected anymore.
0: No, they wanted to say goodbye to him.
1: I suppose. You know, I get
0: why they wanted to do that, but I don't think that's like it was a good idea. I think they just wanted to have, you know, hey, remember these things? They're still cool and scary. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I I do think that it's pretty much unnecessary Mm -hmm. here. Um, it's the only time that like the water thing with Ellie comes up, Yeah, you know, in terms of her not being able to swim and being like, you know, earlier Henry pulled her out of the water, but here it has a, a huge impact as like going <clears> through this uh, flooded tunnel, uh, the water rushes through, uh, Joel ends up falling under like through a bus saving Ellie, but she's unconscious. So he yeah. uh, pulls her out and he's trying to give her chest compressions when fireflies show up. Yeah. and they will not take wait for an answer and they knock him out with their uh their rifle butt
1: yeah I mean it's it's pretty much exactly what happens at the at the beginning when he loses yes. Sarah. like he is trying to yeah. resuscitate her as well when uh, when the troops roll up so you know it's a bad a bad reminder of terrible things that had happened before
0: <clears throat> yeah
1: and then we get a hard cut um, um to Joel yep. inside the the hospital he's in a hospital bed mm-hmm. and Marlene is here uh you know she was in a bad way before joel didn't think that she would make it they lost a lot of people getting over here but you know ellie is back but you can't see her she's being prepped for surgery
0: yeah um they you know he's marlene says like hey the fun fungus uh, the the scientists tell me it's mutated we're going to remove it and reverse engineer a vaccine and joel's like but the fungus goes through the head
1: Yeah, it grows around the brain.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it goes around the brain. Marlene tugs on her collar (laughs) and makes that like uh, thing here. Joel is really upset about this. Like he's, you know, like you don't have to do this. This is bullshit. Like -hmm. you're telling yourself you have to do this, but you don't have to. Uh, Because of the the service he's on, Marlene doesn't kill him or restrain him. He says like march him out of the hospital. If he tries something, kill him. Yeah. Um, And Joel is not going to do this. Uh, you know, he's, uh, moving with his escort. He ducks out of the way, smashes his escort's head, shoots him in the stomach a bunch of times, mm-hmm. uh, to get the direction of the operating room, grabs his backpack. And now we are fighting the, the ostensibly the good guys, yeah. you know, like they're not really the good guys, Like mm-hmm. they're, they're well-intentioned extremists, yeah. but we are fighting against, you know, this is, we're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fighting against the hope for humanity because of our own personal connections
1: Yes, to people. So we're going and we're, you know, shooting our way through these wards, you know, gunning them down. They have mil- full on military gear. This is where we get our final weapon, uh, the assault rifle, which um, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel very good. It's it's like lighter and not as impactful as I would want it to be.
0: Yeah, it's not very powerful. Yeah. I feel like um, the uh, and I also I find this section incredibly hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, so both times I played through this, I ended up switching it down to easy mode for the section. Yeah. I don't feel like a fake gamer to do it. I just like, was like, I was getting that climax fatigue. Mm-hmm. I think this game is a little bit too long as it is. And I was like, this is, this is fun. Like it's fun combat, but like, I don't know. I, I was a little bit over it.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, I point. mean, like, it, it's really hard to bounce back from getting spotted, specifically because the enemies have such powerful weapons, uh, and also they are armored as well. So Their armor like, is
0: a huge deal.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: for this, like, they give you the assault rifle, but I was just happy that I had a bunch of flamethrower ammo because it was like the only thing that seemed to be really effective mm-hmm. um, against these guys. And, and it's hard to stealth. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to stealth through these areas because you don't know it at all, and it's not well lit. And there are just a lot of enemies.
1: It's also like literally hallways. Like occasionally you can, yeah. duck, or you can duck into, um, you know, small like offices and stuff like that. But yeah, like you are proceeding linearly down a long hallway full of people with high powered rifles and, 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 and armor.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, classic video game, like we need to have a climax. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it needs to be really hard. Um, I feel like the David thing is a really good climax. Yep. You know, I, I would not have minded if this was mostly low gameplay for this whole little bit, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I don't think this adds a whole lot. Uh, I'm sure there are people who disagree and really like this, but for me, it didn't really work. Yeah. Um, you eventually get to the operation room, and the surgeon will not allow you to get near Ellie. Yeah. Like, Ellie is on the table, she's anesthetized, um, and he's about to to cut in. Um, you have to shoot him. There's no way he won't let you get through.
1: Yeah, he swipes it with a um, scalpel.
0: <clears throat> the other people are there, and they're like, you fucking animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, But you grab her, and you pick her up. Like, hey, baby girl, we're getting out of here. No. Uh, the alarm is blaring and the soldiers don't want to shoot you because they might kill Ellie. Right. And you have to, to run out of here and, uh, you know, you don't know which way to go. You have to kind of guess mm-hmm. and make it to an elevator.
1: Yeah. Um, and when you ride down, uh, Marlene is waiting for you in the garage. Um, and Joel is talking a big game about who gets to decide how things will end for Ellie. Yeah. You know, like uh, we... Marlene's
0: like, she would have wanted this. And...
1: <laughs> like, we, we, we don't, we don't, we never know. Like, did you ask her or did you just anesthetize her? Did she? That's you... the thing. Yeah. You know,
0: Cause she, she was drowning. Like she was unconscious. Like did yeah. they just immediately, just like the last thing she knew was that she was going to drown mm-hmm. and then she just died with that, you know, um, having, it, it felt to me like, I understand what they're doing with this and I like how bleak this is. And I like how, uh, you know, dark. It makes our protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like the third way option would have been like, hey, I'm not going to do this unless Ellie wants to. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to wake up and I want her to know what she's getting into. Yeah, you know, Or he could even just ask that. You know, like, did you tell her yeah. that you would die? Did you talk to her or did you, you know, so that that leaving that up in the air, you know, I understand it with Joel's mindset, but mm-hmm. it's what I well, wanted to and, know as the player.
3: And
1: and also Marlene's mindset, you know, anything that would reduce the possibility of them getting what they wanted, Marlene wouldn't have gone along with it. You yeah. know, I mean she she was ready and, to have Joel killed as he was marched out, marched out of there. You know, yeah j- just so just so he wouldn't hurt their ability to, you know, do the research that they needed to do.
0: And we get a lot from her, you know, she says this is hard for me too. I've been raising her Mm-hmm. uh, since she was a girl and everything, we haven't spent very much time with Marlene. No, um, I don't think that that really lands either. I don't think Marlene's a great character. No. Uh, in this, but there is like a similar weight. Like when I read people, uh, talking about this game, they talk about how this is basically like a mother and father debating what to do with a child. And I'm like, ah, you know, if she's the mother. Like I don't,
1: we, we need we to see it. that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We need to see it. Um, we get a little bit of it in flashback. Hmm. um, But Marlene, you know, was waiting there and it's like, you can still do the right thing. Like, it's not too late. You know, she's not going to feel anything. Just, uh, you know, give us to her. And we cut to Joel uh, on the highway. We at first, we don't know whether uh, Ellie's there or not. Yeah, like he could have done the right thing and left. But then we hear her uh, stir. Yeah. And start breathing.
1: And she wakes up in the backseat of the truck. And she asks, like, what what happened? I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything. And Joel lies. He says, Mm -hmm. turns out that there are a whole lot of people who are like you who are immune. Um, and the research on them hasn't done any good. There's there, there's no way out. Um, they've stopped looking for a cure. And as he is saying this, we get, we get flashbacks of him shooting Marlene and he doesn't just, he doesn't just shoot her. She begs him, you know, to let her go. Like, hey, let me live. And he says, no, you just come after her. He, he executes her. He could have gotten yeah, away. A
0: her on the stomach. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty painful execution that, you know, as yeah. she's dying here. Um. So, and this is, you know, obviously uh, we're going to, in the next scene, we're going to see how Ellie sees through this. It does, you know, the idea that they would, while she was still in her surgical gown mm-hmm. and anesthetized, they would just leave. Yeah. You know, if it, if it was a bust.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, as, a, as opposed to, like, letting her recover or whatever. It's pretty silly.
1: Yeah.
3: Um,
0: but she she spots the hole in it. Um, we get a cutscene to Jackson, and now we're controlling Ellie. Uh, that's very important because yep. we just had Joel do this incredibly morally questionable thing. Our view of him has changed. It's important to take us out of his head. Yes. Uh, here. And as they're hiking, uh, you know, he says, uh, you know, this is, you know, I didn't tell you this before. Me and my daughter used to go on these kind of hikes. You would have really liked her. I think you would have liked her. I know she would have liked you. You know, he's, this Mm -hmm. is kind of what he wants. Yep. You know, he's treating the future of humanity for a life with a daughter, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. all he wanted. Yeah. From this. um, As they head towards Jackson.
1: Yeah. Getting up here and Ellie Um, is very, all of that ease is gone. Um, You know, there's not, there's not a back and forth between them and they get up to the overlook and Ellie stops him. You know, and she tells the story about what happens at the end of the DLC, saying, you know, when I was bitten, my best friend was there too. You know, we didn't know what to do. And you know, I've just I've lost so many people along the way, and she, you know, lists off people like Sam, uh, people like Riley, etc., and you know, she can't process why she survived. Like this is horrible survivor survivor's guilt uh you know kind of as she's seeing her own role in the f- her own role in the story you know fade away and kind of more broadly losing hope for a you know the silver bullet at a, at a better future and she mm-hmm. you know looks Joel square in the eye and makes her swear that everything that he said about the fireflies was true and he he looks back at her and says i swear and then yeah. the the last word of the story here is you know She nods and says, "Okay." you know, I read this as an understanding of a shared lie.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. She knows it's not true, but there's nothing she can do about it now. And she does love this person. Yeah. You know, she resents Joel. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not like she has no attachment to him either. Right. And, you know, this is a really fucked up, horrible thing that he's done to humanity and to her. Mm -hmm. But he's, uh, you know, she still loves him. Yeah. Doesn't erase that. Still family you know, uh, effectively. So she's got to be okay with it. Nothing Mm to do about it now. Uh, The mocap, like the face performance on this is great. Really good. Uh, Joel lying is is really good. Mm -hmm. I love a lie to greet upon as like a trope. Yep. You know, two people more comfortable with the lie than the truth because it just makes life easier. Um, I was very surprised. So I like this ending quite a bit. Yeah. I think it's super good. Um, Again, it's genre fiction. Like mm-hmm. the the most obvious thing to do would have been a sacrifice, right? Like he yeah. sacrifices himself for her, for the future of humanity. He doesn't do that. It's the next order of complexity, mm-hmm. uh, middle brow complexity. But I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very surprised when they announced the the Last of Us two because I was like, man, there's gonna be fucking fallout yeah. from that, you know. <laughs> and apparently they deal with it, which is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently they do a lot of other stuff that people have you know have thoughts about. Yeah. I'm not as sure on. But them uh, dealing with the fallout of this lie is really compelling to me.
1: Yeah. And that like I, I am interested enough and compelled enough that like I'm probably going to put in the time, you know, maybe not all in one go. Maybe do it like at a, a chapter at a time or whatever. I don't just want to read about it. Like I don't want to yeah. be I don't want to be spoiled. Like I want to experience it. You know, in the engine and through play and I mean, to see the performances, I mean, is probably the biggest part of the biggest part of it, because that is the thing that is cool and good about this, you know, aside Mm -hmm. from the video game ass, you know, stealth and combat and stuff like that. I'm invested enough in this world and I I really want to see, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, after season two of Breaking Bad. You know, everybody was always waiting on pins and needles for when the dime was going to drop about um, uh, uh, Walt and Jesse's girlfriend letting her die. Yeah. Right. You know. Yep.
0: Yep. Very similar energy.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: Uh, and it does. It's great. Mm -hmm. You know. um, It's a yeah. So it's I think it's again. It's genre y, it's logany, but it's really mm. good at that. Yeah. Um, and I love just, you know, okay is a really good ambivalent note <laughs> for this. Like, yeah. all right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that fits into the theming of the game. Regardless, we have to live with
1: it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a little silly like you literally became a Rambo
2: <laughs>
0: to do this. Like you you one man armyed dozens of highly armed and armored troops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do this. It's a little silly, yeah. Uh, but it does it does work within genre conventions. Yeah, and within a video and, game uh, too. Yeah, yeah, video game convention, genre conventions. Like the ending, I like a lot.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. It's kind of a flabby game. Like there are parts I would cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are pacing issues and stuff. Um, but in general, I think this is uh, one of the weird things about this that I think about is that the same way that I think that it's probably not. Best practices to call this, you know, the Citizen Cane of, of video games or whatever. It's also, you know, the people who backlashed against that, I also thought were kind of overselling it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, this seems hard to be that mad at.
3: Yeah. Like,
0: it's very slick. It's very AAA. It has the body count the AAA games have. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just like a, a real crowd-pleasing piece of genre fiction mm-hmm. that does the stuff it's supposed to do. Like, I don't see getting super mad at it either. hmm you know, not to sound yeah. like a filthy centrist, but I do think that this is, you know, should be really do feel like this should be treated as what it is?
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I can understand being resentful that a game like this will like dominate the conversation if, if the conversation is something that you follow or you view the conversation as something like monolithic, but like, it's fine for this to be what it is, right?
0: You know, and when you, you, you mentioned that, like being annoyed that it takes over the discourse, like. People do use this as a stand-in for a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I find when they're cranky at it. Uh, so stand-in for just AAA cinematic excess, and then also uh, the dad gaming. You know, between this and Bioshock Infinite yeah. and The Walking Dead and stuff, um, which is something that I understand being annoyed by. But I, I, you know, I don't feel like there are actually that many dad games. Yeah. Um, you know, not enough to piss me off personally.
1: That like a so... lot of them hit within like a six month span. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, that which is annoying. Like, it, yeah. it, but it wasn't like a lasting trope, mm-hmm. where it's just like dads are everywhere now. Dads, mm-hmm. dads, dads, dads.
3: <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, a good, good game. Mm-hmm. Like the Last of Us. Yeah, uh, this, this is fun and good. Um, with with problems as we enumerated. Yeah. Um, yeah. If uh, you have, and we have no one to thank. We just chose to do this ourselves. Yeah, we did. Uh, rare. Um, if you have things to say about this or monster train or outer wilds hit us up by february 15th at duckfeed.tv slash contact
1: yep if you have thoughts about multiple games please write in multiple times i know that's annoying but it does help us um (laughs) not lose things and stuff yeah and you have thoughts about uh uh, oh gosh March's games (laughs) jesus um (laughs) then uh, you can write in by march 15th those games are trauma center second opinion the magic circle or middle earth Shadow of Mordor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the we Middle Earth episode and the Outer Wild episodes are premium episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, those are available. Uh, everybody gets the generalities if you want the full thing uh, that is available to our patrons. If you go mm-hmm. to patreon.comslash duckfeedtv, $5 a month gives you all of those. Yep. Um, there are a lot of them and there are good episodes yeah. in there. Um, yeah. And I think that you know, they're going to be fun. They're going to be both of those are going to be good ones uh, for different reasons. Mm hmm. And uh, a lot of the old ones are really good. You know, we mentioned Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, uh, that was one of our first premium episodes, uh, and that episode is a banger.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Trying to think of other stuff. There's the Patreon. Um, there mm-hmm. is ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you if you have uh, uh, if you have an inclination to do that, um, mm-hmm. and uh, just spreading the word. Yeah, and take care of yourself. Please do.
0: We're still in a still in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So. Don't let it get this bad.
1: Please don't. Yeah, so, just see The Last of Us as a uh, as both a cautionary tale.
0: A cautionary tale.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let the giraffes take over. But I should have saved that for yeah. the watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, well you know. oh, cool.
0: What should they watch out for?
1: <laughs> Goddamn giraffes, man. Second
0: draft lines. <laughs>